say something, goddammit. You're on television. You're live to the whole world. Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is... Luke. And... Ralph. With a very very baseball announcey of you. Thank you. Um, I don't know if you're going for that, but success. Uh, this is episode number 153, and today's episode, much like any other, we're going to review three movies chosen by me. Those movies are, uh, we're going to do Top Gun Maverick. Maverick is back. No goose, but there's a rooster. Um, and then we're going to do a movie called Men, also in theaters right now, made by uh, Alex Garland, that dude. That dude with the face. And then, as part of our Badathon, Badathon, that's right, it's in our it's in our belts, guys. It's uh, we're doing a um, marathon on the Batman films, and we're into the second of several still, second of our animated Batman movies, and uh, we're gonna do Batman Year One. That's what we're gonna review today, and you can find this episode and all of our other episodes over at otherpodcast.com. Um, if you want to follow along with our Batathon, you can go to our calendar page at otherpodcast.com, and there you can see. Uh, the ones, the Batmans we've done already, and the ones coming up in the in that order, in ascending order. So you can find out what the next time is going to be and so on till the end. It's a few out there still. We're like almost halfway, if, we, if not exactly halfway there, mm-hmm. um, just so so you all can get a ballpoint on that. So, yeah, that's what we've been doing. And that's uh, what we, we have a podcast? I mean, we, we have a website? The whole time. Apparently. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> apparently. Someone's paying for it. It's happening. Um so with that in mind, that Luke interrupted. Well, how, how you been, Luke? I've been all right. Can't Liar. complain. Liar. Just working a lot. Are you doing those extra things too? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm pretty much right now. I'm like on a seven day stretch. I'll get one day off on this Saturday, but I'm going to Joliet because they have Star Wars Day there at the Joliet Public Library. It's like a five hour parade and all kinds of things. Parade, damn! Did they have a parade? Star Wars Day is a big deal for Juliet. Why? Because it's fucking Star Wars. No, but why? I mean, did like was there an actor that lived there? I have no idea, but they've been running the Star Wars thing for years. Okay, I'm saying because usually there's a reason. Like you know, if it's not like L.A. or New York, you know, there's usually like a bunch of nerds being nerds. I guess. Okay. Cool. Cool. Not a con though. It's a parade. It's a parade, and there's going to be some other things. Uh, is this your first? My, time? It's, it's my first time going, yeah. Okay. So, but I know people that are going to be in the parade with the 501st uh, garrison, uh, the Midwest garrison. So I'll meet up with them. Wait, what? what the Star Wars is military. <laughs> the 501st Midwest garrison. They're the people that dress up like screen authentic costumes, and they do charity events and like parades and things like that. So they're what the Civil War buff reenactor guys are to Star Wars. Is Pretty much, okay? yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I expect pictures here. So, we well, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be bringing my camera. Or last time, I mean, we had an event at work with them. They they just gave me like this five thousand dollar DSLR. They're like, "Hey, take pictures for us." And I was like, five thousand? Are you sure that's I, the right I, number?" I looked it up. I looked at the camera, the lens. Those two alone were five thousand each. Well, the lenses, yeah, I can see that. I'm saying, should, yeah, they gave me a really nice Canon camera why? And lens. Do they trust you with this? It was me or somebody that didn't even know how to use a camera. That's like giving you a baby to hold. I know, and it was great. All right, I'm, I'm worried. 
but I want to see pictures. So snap, yeah. snap that shit so I can see it. Um, cool. I can't. I want to hear more. And, and it'll happen between the bit before the next show. Yes. Cool. I expect an update then. Uh, Raf, what about you? No, I really have to go. Yeah, you really have to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my apologies. What about me? I have uh, been um, basically catching up on shows and things like that. Um, just I've uh, been working overtime as well. Yeah, I know. Um, my, mom, my mom said something about that. Like he she hasn't seen you in a while. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, I, uh, I've been working like on my days off. Just out of the three, I work two of them. But I've been working full eight-hour shifts, so kind of tired. I mean, it's not like I'm not not tired, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but besides that, I've been doing. Um, I'm like I caught up with stuff already. Like I already finished. I already caught up to uh, Stranger Things Part One, Season Four, whatever. Don't spoil it. I'm, I've only seen the first episode. Oh, I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I just. Uh, I just I'm saving it. it once a week, and I make it last. Even if Netflix it dumps it all out. Interesting. I'm gonna make it last. It's hard though. It's gonna be hard for sure. Um, I binged it. Uh, I did fall asleep once because I was like just mm-hmm. exhausted. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, it's a uh, it's, it's good, man. It's that's. I've been I've been wanting this, you know, a lot. So yeah, hopefully the wait was worth it because uh, hopefully they took their time to make there, the right. There is a, it out, right? There, there is a, a a subplot in the show in the show in the yeah in the show. Um, that uh, that I did not like at all, um, and okay, I it fits for the times, but at the same time, I just didn't like it. I uh, found it very annoying. And I'm gonna say this right now, Luke. Uh, you're a Stranger Things fan too. Are you gonna watch this? Yeah, I'm gonna binge it soon. I'm only saying this for the future. So next year, when we do our top ten TV shows, you can't put part one and part two of a season as like two different things. It'll be one season, one slot. If it makes your top ten, you understand? <laughs> You're just mad because I did Cobra Kai twice. No, but that's barely acceptable because there was two separated seasons. Yes. But like, and it, make, it makes barely any sense. But this one's even less than, you know what I mean? This is worse. Okay. So I'm just letting you know now. You can't put Stranger just Things part on one parade. on your number eight. And then number one is Stranger Things seasons four, part two. No, no, no. No, no, no. We'll see what happens. No, no, that won't happen. It will not happen. We right. shall see. Anything else, Rob, for you? <laughs> Sorry. I had to put that disclaimer in. Uh, no, just um, besides that. Oh, Checo uh, Perez is the number, the most uh, winning Mexican in the Formula One. That's about it. That's all I got for I still don't know shit about Formula One, except they have cool Legos. Cool it's Legos. NASCAR yeah. for Europeans. Not true. They don't oh, go yeah. around in a circle. Do they have campers and shit out there too? And I'm pretty sure they do. Titties mm-hmm. flying everywhere. I don't know. Is that a thing? I heard of this thing. Anyway, um, am I kind of similar to what Prof said? <laughs> Catching up with a lot of things. Watching a lot more Batman stuff, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, otherwise, you know, I kind of... Uh, so I recently built, finished this model that Roth gave me. Was it for a birthday or Christmas, Prof? Mm. I think Leo gave it to you. Yeah, but you or Ashley, but, Ashley. But you guys actually bought it anyway. No, 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 it was it was Ashley's uh, gift exchange. I think gift. Oh, Christmas. was it a gift? Okay, it was. Oh, okay, so it wasn't like to me. It was. Uh, it was one of those uh, Christmas party <laughs> things. Yeah. Uh, no, it couldn't have been. Are you sure? Because I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't participate this year. I just remember For that. Sure, we did. Hmm. 
Anyway, whatever. I had got a hold of this uh, the Seinfeld set, right? Lego thing. And nice. maybe really get into, like, I mean, I've never been much of a Lego. I mean, I've always liked them. You know, the craft and, you know, like all these pieces, kind of fun. I get it. Um, but I never, we never, I don't know, Ralph, I know we had Legos growing up, but not a lot of it, right? Like, it wasn't like a big deal for us. No, the, we had a bigger deal with Connects. Connects, we were into Connects. <laughs> I remember that. So I feel, I feel like uh, doing this set kind of made me, it opened the floodgates a little bit, I'm just going to say. So I'm going to be probably doing more Lego-y stuff lately, you know, for the in the future, especially the near future. So um, maybe stay tuned for that, and uh, yeah, I'll update that stuff. But, yeah, I went through the entire store <laughs> online, um, and uh, basically, and it's so expensive, though. Jesus, some of that stuff. God damn. I'm like, I'm never going to get you. And, well, Jesus, that's just insane. Anyway, $800 for Millennium Falk, just saying. Um, oh, the, the the nice Millennium Falcon, yeah, the crazy one. I mean, why would you get anything lower? Is my point. <laughs> it has like I think it has like two thick like booklets of how to assemble it. Two thick booklets on how to like laminate pages. That thing, I, yeah. Really, damn. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't know this, but they, you know, because they, they uh, not to get too into this right now, but I know that uh, Lego has over the years have come, you know, um, asked or has been using. Uh, IPs, right? Like Batman, like uh, like Star Wars. Star Wars being probably their biggest one. Harry mm-hmm. Potter, also a close second. Big-ass one. That they have a lot of Harry Potter stuff. Um, I didn't know they did one for Overwatch until I went to the mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. I didn't know that. I mean, they don't have good ones. The only the- good one is uh, the Mac. What's his name? Um, Bastion. That's the only actually good one that's like 18 over, a lot of pieces. It's a big one. They don't have a good one. They don't have like a diva like that. They don't have... Um, Anything, any other person really, <laughs> any other character, just Bastion. Um, that I saw anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like they've just been long discontinued, they're not even on the website as, as a past thing. But anyway, I was like, oh, that's cool, but also not cool. Um, anyway, that's it. Um, we're gonna move on to the usual, which is recent discoveries, pretty self explanatory. Luke and Ralph have, oh, wait, Ralph, you cited a few more. I thought you only had one. Luke has one thing. Someone's not reading the chat. Well, I saw the first one he put in, then I didn't read the second one, did I? Um, anyway, Luke, what did, you, what did you see? Just fucking say it. Well, thanks to you mm-hmm. and my ever fading memory, I finally saw Before Sunrise because you gave, borrowed me the trilogy. Mm-hmm. So. You and Ralph talked about all these movies a couple years ago. Yeah, I think over a decade ago. Actually, uh, close to it. 2013 is before Midnight came out. So that's when you guys talked about it. Wow. So I've completely erased anything of this movie. You know, it's gone. I know nothing of it. So I was like, cool, let me finally watch it. So you waited long enough to have forgotten our review of Midnight. Mm -hmm. And then went back and watched the first one before Sunrise. Yes. And I will watch all of them. That means you liked it then. I did. I yes, I did. I want to know what you think exactly. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, it's mainly like very dialogue driven, and that's some yeah. very well written dialogue. Um, man, Ethan Hawke is a very cynical, cynical asshole. Yeah, but I found is. myself thinking the same things, but but he's actually saying them. I'm like, yeah, I'm a cynic, but I'm a, I keep it inside. This guy just says it. That is guys. That that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. but it was a great movie. I'm really tempted to you know just IMDb see what the sequel has, but I'm 
I'm being very good, and I'm not cheating. I'm going to go blind into all three movies. Um, well, good luck. I hope you like it. I think they get better because of the strength of the the first one and the second. I mean, like they they build on each other for sure. So I, I don't see how there will be misses if you like the first one. So, right. but I want to know what you think. Um, my favorite is the second one for sure. Good to know. Not that it matters. Uh, they're all good. That's my point. So you finally saw it before sunrise. That's I finally pick. saw it. Yes, it's from 1992, Five. 1993, 95? Okay, ninety five. Hmm. Damn. I can't believe they actually waited 10 years, 10 plus years between, it's insane. I think nine years and one, eight years and uh, 95, uh, 95, 2004, and 2013. Yeah. <laughs> nine. Yeah. That's crazy. It's funny. That's like my, my favorite number. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll get into that some other day. Uh, Raf, what about you? You have two <laughs> movies. Uh, one I of which I really, really, really want to see. Really, really want to see it. Mm, must be the second one. Yes, Anyways, because I've seen the first one. Already. Uh, right. I was going to say, I was like, I'm pretty sure you've seen the first one. Mm-hmm. The first one I saw was a 95 movie. Okay. Mm, bunch of 95. Um, right. Go figure. It's uh, Devil in a Blue Dress. This is um, an early role for Denzel Washington, yeah. um, Sizemore, and Jennifer Beals. Yeah. Back when she was like. Um, but nobody? No, no, no. She was a hot icon. No, she yeah. was, yeah. Was she, was, she came from the 80s with the flash dance, bro. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. Anyways, uh, I'm thinking of directed, Jessica Biel. Oh, yeah, directed by uh, Carl Franklin. But yeah. this is a crime drama mystery L.A. type of noir. Yeah, just with a black cast. Yes, like, right. And it's funny because, like, I'm like, why did I never see this movie? Because this is like these are my type of movies. Like, I like these movies. You know, I like the genre a lot. Yeah. Um, it's it's not quite noir, I would say, but it's there. You know. Um. <laughs> And it's, uh, oh, it's definitely wonder, up there. I wonder what makes you say that because it isn't 100% noir, in my opinion. Is it? I guess. I don't know. It just. Yeah. Maybe yeah. because. I don't know. The Something about it woman? doesn't feel <laughs> like noir ish. I don't know. Um, yeah, I get, maybe. I don't know. I, mean, I have to rewatch it. I've only seen it twice. Ma- maybe, it it's I, the, yeah. maybe it's the lack of uh, of the music, you know, notes in the back. There's no, there's not as much. Um, there is, or various. It's, it's very faint, I guess. Um, there is an narrating, which is a staple in a noir movie. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, I dug the movie a lot. Denzel Washington, phenomenal role for him. Did he win? No, he won for Glory, and then he won for Training Day, and those. That's a, the gap in between. Is uh, okay, I thought he was won nominated. For this. I don't know. He was nominated a thousand times. <laughs> yeah, no, it was nominated for some stuff, but um, yeah, this movie won a bunch of shit, but nothing, nothing gigantic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, Don Cheadle's. Yeah, young. It Don does Cheadle. have Don Cheadle. Yeah, that's right. Um, who comes in nick of time. Anyways, um, great movie. Uh, definitely recommend it. It's on HBO Max if you guys want to watch it. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's Denzel's earlier role. I was talking with a buddy of mine at work, and he was like, you haven't seen that movie? And I was like, no. And then he started telling me, and I was like, this is like up my alley. Like, I should watch this. And I did, and I was like, so glad I did. Uh, great turn, by the way, um, at the end. Wasn't expecting that at all, and also just like, that's totally a mood point at this point. Um, at this yeah. day and age, yeah, I don't. Uh, remember, sorry, but I remember. I remember liking the whole thing. I just don't. I'm not gonna ruin it right now. It's yeah, it's fine. You can either hear it or there. Yeah, um, I won't. Anyways, um, my next movie is a way more modern movie. This is. Uh, it's not a reboot. It's a comeback. Okay? Yeah, I heard. Recording, I heard it's that's, fantastic. That's, okay, that's the, that's the tagline of the movie. It's Chippendale so Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna read the quick description. Um, 
Real quick, all right? So, 30 years after their popular television show ended, Chipmunks Chip and Dale live very different lives. When cast, when a cast member from the original series mysteriously disappears, the pair must reunite to save their friend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel this is the better, more like recent version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, it's really up there, and it's starring um, Andy Samberg, obviously voice wise, uh, mm-hmm. as as I want to say, Chip, and then uh, really he's more of a Dale. John Mulaney is there? No, he's a chip. John Mulaney's chip, and you are right. Andy Samberg is a Dale. <laughs> um, but you were just called? saying that. You just got lucky. Will Arnett is uh, there. He plays a sweet peach. Um, Dennis Haysbert is Zipper, which is hilarious. Um, what's it called? And you know Dennis Haysbert, Oscar. So his voice, yeah, that character, fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen's in it, and that's the creepiest role ever. Um, yeah, there's some cool stuff going on. Eric Bama's in it as well. Hmm. Um, I, yeah. Uh, oh, also, I gotta say, Tim Robinson. Um, this movie, okay, so uh, let me let me just get into the thing because it's a it's a, a adventure comedy. It also says animation, but we kind of knew that already. Um, but I want to say it's also like a crime movie, and mm-hmm. again, up my alley. Like I, this is probably one of the more meta movies you're gonna watch this year. References up the ass. I mean, and I would, and when I mean up the ass, I mean up the ass. Like cool. it is. You you can't escape a reference somewhere. You can't escape a callback to something. You can't escape a, a tag, a line, something like that. You know, um, I love what it's doing. I love that the world is so open, guys. They have ugly Sonic in this, and that's who Tim Robinson plays. Um, and if you guys don't know who Ugly Sonic is, it's literally oh, the the, the OG know. Sonic from the Sonic the Hedgehog. Movie. Yeah, the, who was supposed to be the OG Sonic. It is so funny how they incorporated. <laughs> It's it's crazy. Disney literally whipped out their their gigantic cock and just went like, "We'll do whatever we'll, whatever we need, we'll get for this movie." And it's like the randomest thing, you know. It's like they just asked for it, and they were like, "Yeah, we can do that." Like, yeah, we can get that. We'll get approval for that. Yeah, don't worry about that. We'll get that. Yeah. You want to do this? Yeah, for sure. It's if uh, is if um, if like a movie like Cabin in the Woods had the rights to use all of yes, the IP very much they so. wanted to uh-huh. use. Very much so. Yeah. Like in an unlikely way, in an unlikely movie, that's yeah. the fact that, that they gave that ability because they were in Disney. Um, it reminded me of a different movie that came out that kind of epically failed, and I just can't remember which one. Oh, uh, The Happy Time Murders. Do you remember The Happy Time Murders? Vaguely. I remember not liking it. I remember not liking it either, right? I remember that, and I remember more about it. Really great premise, but yeah, God, damn, they ex- ruined it. They ruined it, exactly. It just, it just fell super flat. And this one is like that, but amazing. Like, it's just done really well. Um, Right. I, I dug the movie a lot. And I mean, I I'm down to rewatch it. My son's watching it. Um, they have this whole thing about, like, it's just like the world that you're established in is so fantastic. It's just like you don't, you want to know so much, but at the same time, you know, you get whatever you get is like you learn from. It's, it's like kind of a perfect amount to know. Um, it's really cool, man. It's, I, I dug the movie a lot. I had a lot of fun watching it. I laughed. I laughed a lot of some moments. Um, I was with the plot overall. It's nothing. Horrendous. Um, it's you know, it's it's very very simple plot, but the movie's yeah, just. I can't like, wait to see it. It's the um, movie's just so fun to watch. I'm a day it's away a, from watching it. So it's yeah, just an I'm easy gonna... watch, man. It really is. Um, awesome. Do Disney I need Plus. any prior knowledge of Chippendale? You do not. Nice. Um, besides, as long as, that, as long as you know they they existed as a cartoon, as long as you know they all you need to know that. Exactly. And it was actually I thought it was I thought it was behind the paywall, and I didn't, and it's not. 
No, it's Thank not. God. Yeah. Thank God. Yep, I heard about it on a different podcasts. I'm like, I never hmm. heard of hey, it. Paywalls. Yar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, Disney Plus does that shit. They release movies. And yeah. Like, yeah. 25 I, bucks, buddy. I don't even think this one's in theaters at all. No, it's not in theaters. Because yeah, I thought it was. Really? Streaming only. I was going to take, take Leo to go watch it. And I was like, oh, because he wanted to see it. If and I then, was if I was next to pick the movies, I would have picked this for the next review. Um, that's how much I want to see this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. picking the next movies, right? No, no. This, is, this is the fourth one, another one, then after that. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I, I kept that. No, I, I'm counting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, I highly recommend Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Yeah. You guys should watch it. Hmm. Um, and I hope you do. And then we'll talk more hopefully next next the podcast. All or right. Next time I see you. Anyways, um, Luke. Luke. Me, yeah. What about Luke? You should go watch this movie. Oh, oh, yeah. oh probably. <laughs> I thought you were saying what well, he's on next. Um, all right, Chippendales Rescue Rangers. That's the full title, right? That's it. Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Okay, cool. Let me show Chippendales a movie or something. Huh. Um, okay, cool. Um, obviously, I continued on my Batman stuff. So I saw Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. Nice. Um, I've owned that for like a decade. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> then why are you saying nice? <laughs> If you haven't seen it yet. Um, the Flash finds himself in a war-torn alternate timeline and teams up with alternate versions of his fellow heroes to return home and restore the timeline. Um, yeah, so this is more of a Flash-centered, Justice League-centered kind of thing. But um, but Batman, as always, is very prominent, as uh, DC understands full well that Batman should always be, if he's going to be sidelined, he's going to be a solid supporting character, not just a cameo or not just a, a MacGuffin towards the end. They really use him in this one. It's almost like a pseudo Batman. He's like the sidekick of the movie, you would say. Uh, it's an interesting, a very awesome idea. It's one of those like bottle, not a bottle episode or anything, but more like a, a bottle storyline where like it's an alternate timeline. And once once uh, the hero, in this case Flash, figures out how to get back from that, everything that happens in there, it doesn't. I'm not saying it doesn't matter at all, but it matters way less because it doesn't affect the heroes that we know, right? So they can kind of do whatever they want, I guess, the, the writers and creators. So they reinvent these characters to have these darker, kind of shitty timelines where the Flash, you know, basically goes so fast that he interrupts the timeline, whatever. There's some other villain stuff involved too, I already forgot, but whatever. Point is that he does it, and he's the only one from our timeline that's like, what the fuck's going on? The world's gone to shit. Batman is not the Batman that he knows, and, and everything is from goes from there, um, and trying to regain his ability to time frame back himself to fixing it. Um, it's a s- simple enough story. It's not like it's Inception levels of like you know layers and shit but like it is a cool premise and they go all out and i really liked it and it's a fun ride um ultimately not a lot to extrapolate as far as like you know critical whatever but like uh yeah i had a lot of fun with it and i would i would recommend to you again luke you have a lot to watch luke you have, oh, I know. You have the before two movies and you have this movie because i think you'll i like have to them. like just retire already and just binge on movies and yeah just retire at TV the shows. age of 34 35 34 uh, whatever 35 this year um <laughs> in three months and it's like it's a couple of days jeez rude three months like oh not that you're counting huh um anyway fun movie i recommend it as always these movies have been available on hbo max check it out um next Shill. up here yeah total show uh, i agree see i admit it look unlike you um 
I saw the two movies that have been, uh, I guess, must be like a recent thing where like uh, Batman or DC has relinquished their rights or borrowed their rights to ja- uh, Japanese animators and writers and directors to make their own spins on Batman or the Batman DC world. Um, and so they did. I saw there are two movies that they've done. I don't know if there's more. Maybe Roth can illuminate on this. Um, but I saw the two so far that I know that are anime, like Japanese animated. And I saw Catwoman Hunted, uh, which the story goes, follows Catwoman in an attempt to steal a priceless jewel. I haven't seen this one yet. This puts her squarely in the crosshairs of both a powerful consortium of villains, Interpol, and Batwoman. Um, and so it's ver- so Batman's not in this, except in a minor flashback. But uh, Catwoman, who is like a major figure in Batman's life, um, so it's like Batman adjacent, and a lot of allusions to him. Like she clearly still holds a torch for him, you know, and the way she chides and makes fun of Batwoman for not being as good as Batman, it's pretty funny. Um, it's and obviously it's and it's it's anime. It's drawn like an anime, you know, a different type, not like the ones we see on Crunchyroll like today, but like different type, but still. Japanese animated. It's a lot of fun. I, I wouldn't call it like amazing either, uh, necessarily. This is on level of the Flashpoint Paradise. It's just fun to watch. Not a lot of like depth to it, necessarily, in my opinion. But I like the um, I like the good old fashioned you know jewel thieving that's going on in the opening, and and it goes from there. Um, I liked it. I recommend it. Not like a lot. Just I recommend it as a fun time. Uh, but the one I really liked was Batman Ninja, which you have seen, right, Ralph? Yeah, this is the one I saw with uh friends and we were it was one of those like super over the top animated you know like japanese style yeah you don't say here's the description batman along with a number of his allies and adversaries finds himself transplanted from modern gotham city to feudal japan and uh, what else can you say it is (laughs) so anime he not only are there mechs in this fucking movie. No. But there's also ninjutsu, Naruto style shit going on. <laughs> you know that, uh, you know that in Naruto when they, you know, when, uh, someone's about to get attacked by usually, um, little ninja stars is a name for them. I already forgot what they were. Shin, um, anyway. Shuriken. Shuriken. There you go. Shuriken. Um, you know how they, uh, they do this like replacement thing where it's a log. Yeah. Right, I forget what's that called. Shadow Just, Clone Jutsu? No. Shadow Clone? No, it's not Shadow Clone. Um, they, they call it something because it's another anime too. But whatever. There's that in this movie. There's a little bit of that. It is just in forms of just just Batman, not a log. You know, it's just bat things, um, just different things. And the Joker, as always, is the major villain. As always, he's always too powerful um, or too chaotic. And yeah, it's a fun movie. It's also it it goes through a lot more <laughs> material than I thought it would. Like once I thought like, okay, so this is the plan. This is what he has to do now after this introduction, and you get to the new world and all that. I'm like, no, they go kind of like three missions le- like later. Like they fit, they fuck up the first time. They have to go back. They have to reassemble. They have to fuck up again. Or oh, this this extra element happens that they don't foresee. And the movie is it's not like the movie's long. It's a buck something, but like it has a lot of packed into it. And I had a lot of fun watching, especially the Joker. And yes, there is a standoff with swords. It's amazing. Uh, I don't know if you thought the same, Roth, but I really liked it. You were sober, right? I'm sober? You were sober watching it? I was sober. Okay. Should I not have been? No, I saw this. Um, I was getting 
drinking during it, and it just got even better the more, the more I drank. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, I know it's it's, a lot, it's just fun. It's believe fun it. Time. Yeah, believe it exactly. Um, anyway, the that's what I saw uh, as far as the Batman stuff for this week. Last and not least, list list least. Um, I saw a magic show. So it's uh, Derek like Delgado's... Like in real life? No, this is a thing you can see on Hulu. It's called Derek Delgado's In and of Itself. I saw this uh, a couple months ago, actually, but I'm bringing it in here at uh, this time. Um, it's on Hulu exclusively, I think. And here's the description, I guess. Storyteller and conceptual magician Derek Delgado attempts to understand the, illusor- the illusory nature of identity and answer the deceptively simple question, who am I? This is a who are you? Who I don't know. It's who am I? The the Jackie Chan movie. That's what he's talking about. Really, the whole time. Roth gets that. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so this is like a, a magic show that that looks like a comedy show because it's mainly a guy on stage, but there is magic in there too. It's performance, you know, almost like performance art. Also, it's like all of that stuff kind of combined in a certain way, kind of makes it feel unique. Doesn't feel quite like any of those things, but not exactly not. Um, and it's unique for several reasons, not just because of what I said, but uh, because of the material he gets out of it. Like he uses magic, or I should say, seemingly illusions or trickery or whatever, to like you know not only ask these fundamental questions, but like literally, you know. Um, how do you put how do I put this? Understand its audience on a personal level that only a magician might know, or someone who is like actively hacking into your accounts might know. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like it has, he almost like he has a dossier on everyone in the audience. And this uh, this special was filmed uh, or directed by uh, Frank Oz. And the way he did it is that they shot. Uh, obviously, all of these things were live. There's real audiences. It took place in New York. I want to say I don't remember. Anyway, um, but they, 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 this, this whole thing ran for about a year or two or something. And during that time, Frank Oz, you know, they, they, they shot all these things. So they use, they intercut a lot of different audiences in the, in the very movie special you're watching, right? Um, the tricks don't change, but it's different people in the background, you know, here and there. Um, and the guy uses these magic tricks to tell a story. And in the story, he's telling the origins of why he's doing it. And then out of nowhere, he'll get an audience member to come up or, or a few of them to stand up. And he'll guess right on what he's talking about regarding them. You know, either like, they'll be like, someone personal sent this letter to you and wrote a letter personally to you. And he'll get that person to sit down in front of them. And it's uh-huh. someone very personal to them wrote a letter somehow. And it's in their handwriting. You know what I mean? These, it's like it's a personal magician show. And it's hard to describe it, but it is very moving and very touching and very cool. And I feel like it could be fake, though. Could be fake, but you know what? I don't know because you know I don't know. I've not. I mean, I looked it up afterwards. I kind of looked up reviews and looked up people on YouTube like reacting to it or whatever. Like people that came out of the the you know theater afterwards and shit. Because I was like, I want to. And there's this book that he uses in one of his acts where like he has he uh, halfway through the show. He has his giant book, and halfway through the show, he gets uh, a person to commit to this bit by coming in the next day and having to leave with this book today and come back tomorrow. And what they're supposed to do is write down 
what the joke is that he opens with that he never gives a punchline. Like, what do you think the punchline? Or not? It's not exactly like this, but it has something to do with an elephant. But like, what do you think I'm going to say about this or show about this at the end of the show? And then whatever you write down, you come back tomorrow. You will actually see what we do, and then you get to read other people's accounts of what they thought, and they just fill the book. And every episode, they have someone new or someone from the last show who came in, you know, the day before, didn't see the full show, come back and read their interpretation or what the ending of the joke is. And it's like, and it's like, and the way it ends, obviously, it fits very well and all that. It's just, it's insane. And I think you guys have to see it. I can't describe it. I just won't do any justice. So much better to watch it. Highly recommend it. I'm not even spoiling any of it. It's like 10%, maybe. So check it out. Uh, the Guardios in and of itself. I really had a lot of fun with it. Um, and no, I don't think it's fake, but also like, yeah, mm-hmm. some things have to be, but also like the whole point is that to get that reaction out of you. And that's his point. It's not supposed to, you know, come on, settle down. There's no magic. Um, but also, yeah, a lot of fun. That's uh, on Hulu. Check it out. And that's what we've been watching. And we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we are going to do what? Review a movie. And the movie's going to be, all right, we're going to do Top Gun. That's right. We're going to review Top Gun Maverick. So stay with us. Danger Zone. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. This is Top Gun Maverick with a not a great synopsis, I'm going to say. Top Gun Maverick, guys. Uh, This is a Lego sequel, I think it's called. Um, This is directed by Joseph Kaczynski, written by, well, story by Pete Craig, written by, based on that dude, wow, how many people? Jim Cash, I guess. How many people I don't really know? Uh, Story by, story by Aaron Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, Christopher McQuarrie. Those are the actual screenplay script script writers. Um, yeah, and based on characters from oh, all people that I'm sure are dead by now. Uh, he's worked with Cruz before, the director. Oh, Christopher McQuarrie, yeah. They're tight. They're tight oh, well, for sure. tight, tight, but yeah. Okay. No, they are. I mean, the last five or so movies that, that Tom Cruise has made has been with Christopher McQuarrie. So, I don't know. If you don't call that a friendship by now, I don't know what it is. Um, it's got to be a reason why they the, like each the other. Yeah, the uh, one of the writers. Oh no, 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 the director. I apologize. Oh, because I, 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 oh, the director, I they did Oblivion referring. together. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes more sense then. I thought you, I thought you meant to quote him. Like, yeah, they did the last two Mission Impossible. No, no, I know that. By the way, I actually saw a trailer for the next Mission Impossible movie. Oh, oh my god, I'm so excited! I saw. I I don't like to watch trailers. You know that already. But I was just like, I don't like I, it either. I, I, yeah, I happen to shut up. I happen to see it, and I was just like, oh, this looks so good. Anyways. Uh, Mm-hmm. All right, I think I'm going to start off with Luke on this one since he can't stop saying Danger Zone. Ara. Luke, what did you think of Top Gun Maverick? Ara. What? Ara. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Fantastic. It is like the perfect like summer movie full of action. Like somewhat trauma, but yeah. Trauma? Yeah. You know, with like the whole the whole school thing and him getting ground, you know, stuff like that. Very light drama, but the, it's all about the action. This movie's one thousand percent about the action. It's fucking great. I mean, it is and it isn't, but yeah, I see your point. Um, and it, and it seems like it's a very non political film. There's no like 
wokeness or like signal virtual, you know, virtue signaling, like things like that. It's just like it's an action movie. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I I, I agree with that actually. Um, Ralph, what did you think? Mm. I uh, I agree. I um, I agree with uh, this movie about um, the whole perfect summer action movie. I mean, I think it's the movie to beat this year so far. I mean, for the summer, of course. Um, I think that's strange. So how's that? Um, the numbers on that? No, uh, no. I mean, like uh, in funness. Um, oh, I had more fun watching this than I did the other one. Um, anyways, but. That's besides the point. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can tell the uh, effort put into it um, of me watching the last two years of when this movie was supposed to come out. Um, of me watching that that they did all their stuff. You know, they, they actually practice in fighter jets and stuff like that and practice G-forces to actually make it seem believable um, and things like that, you know? Uh, all those things that I kept saying before I would watch a movie in the theater and it would show me stuff about this movie that was supposed to come out two years ago. Um, and I'm glad we got it now. I thought it was a great movie, man. Um, really cool. What did you call it? Kind of sequel? What was this? Legacy. Legacy. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I dug the plot overall. I mean, it, it fit the persona 100%. I like what they did with the character. Um, I didn't feel too hammy, even though John Hamm is in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And his giant ego. Right, yeah. Um, there's a there's a line I forgot already what the the guy said, but there's a there's a, good, there's a good, some good callbacks in the movie of course to the original, one hundred percent. Um, and uh, I I don't know man I dug the crap out of this movie I thought it was uh I thought it was great action great setup for the action, um it's called and it and it hit the notes man it hit the notes of what the original was doing what this is doing, um and I think they did a good job of. The name of it is Maverick. It's literally just revolves completely around him, um, and you know the decisions and how he impacts people and everything. So yeah, man, I dug the movie a lot. Um, I can't wait to talk about it more about it in spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before I go on, I'm going to say I forgot to ask about this first. Is that uh, Luke? What is your um, relationship? What do you think about the original? I haven't seen it in quite some time, mm-hmm. but well, Danger Zone. You know, it's iconic. Iconic as in it's iconic because it's iconic or because you like it too? It's like one of the best 80s movies out there. Is it? Is that what you're saying? Yes. I would not say that. I'm just asking. Is that what you're saying? Yes, what I'm saying. Wait, wait. What about you, Rob? What was your relationship with the Uh, I mean, I dug the original. Of course, it's hokey as F, especially the volleyball scene, which I love teasing you with at any point in time whenever I watch it. Um, It doesn't bother me. No, I just just love bothering you with it. I too like it. I love bothering you with it because it's like, it's one of the more throwaway, like, Parts of the movie, <laughs> it's like it's about well, it was, teamwork. It was, important. it was important for the plot because he was late for his first I, I, date. I get that. No, I get it. But it's like it's, it's still kind of a. It's not, not really. It's, not. it's like throwaway. It's, right 100%. it's just like you're right. 100%. Okay, sure, yeah. whatever. There were it's just like a quick like it's like a fan service scene in an anime. You know, um, it is. It's a male fan service. One hundred percent. It's the beach episode. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, yeah, very much is. so. So it's yeah, very. But um, besides that, I, I I mean I dug the movie. Um, I uh, I don't know. It's it's a staple of the '80s, I would say, but it's not like uh, it's probably in the middle for me for the '80s type of movies. There's a lot more, way more iconic movies. That's it. Right. 
I mean, Back to the Future alone. Back right? to the Future alone. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So my relationship with the original is that I didn't think much of it. Like, I obviously, I've known all about it. I've probably seen it many times in the 90s and reruns on TV, things like that, you know? Um, do I remember much of it? No, I didn't. Um, I remember just a few things, you know? I remember Goose being a thing. Goose. I remember that Goose dies. Goose. I remember Bank Ryan's in it before she was big. Right. All these things, right? I remember some things, but never like, the whole thing. So I, re- I rewatched it on Netflix. Now it's gone, just so you know. Um, rewatched it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I- I'm, I'm digging what I would have dug <laughs> in the 80s <laughs> or in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, it's not like my cup of tea necessarily. It's very, um, you know, one thing that's archaic in Top Gun, the original, uh, 1986, I want to say, um, is that, um, yeah, is that it's very um, yay military, you know, yay America, right. America, uh, right? It is, and I would say that oddly enough carried on on this sequel, but uh, we'll get into that in a minute. But um, and I was like, yeah, it didn't, you know, do the, the same thing for me. But also, it did stay out of politics. It's really just a school. It's a training period of time with a with a with a fourth act tacked on at the yeah. end with, with the MIGs. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes out of nowhere, but shows the ultimate proof of, you know, of Maverick's abilities and Iceman and all that. Um, but also, I get the iconic. I mean, those two, uh, those two actors are just fucking solid. I can see why this movie and Days of Thunder oh, yeah, uh, Days made of Tom Cruise uh, a huge fucking action star, mm-hmm. um, too. That's still going on. He's still I heard this is his first uh, that broke $100 mm-hmm. million. Dollars. First movie. Is that right? Is that right? I, I, for, I for who? I don't doubt, I don't doubt it. Nah. Yeah. Like yeah, because risky like, business uh, broke hundred million dollars like on the first on the weekend opening weekend. Oh shit! I could have sworn some of like the Mission Impossible movies would have thought that. that no, no, the first one. He said. First Mission Impossible came out in the nineties. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. And I would say that um, this, uh, you know, now we're going to Top Gun Maverick. I think it's, you know, an actual step up. It's an actual good sequel. It totally builds on the first one. Doesn't exist without it. But informs on it. Doesn't make fun of it. But also just makes everything they have better. And a lot of it does attribute to the fact that we are, it says 40 years later. And the technology involved in making movies has improved. And those improvements are worth it. This is one. This is a a win for technology. A win for technology, right? And it's not like they're doing like they're not like breaking their bag, inventing new cameras and shit to make this movie. But like the polar differences, you know, it's just like it's like it's like when you remake the Resident Evils, right? You know, we were into Mm -hmm. those the remakes of the HD PS4, PS5, Resident Evils. It's like that. Like yes, I would love an HD version of this classic game that I loved in the late to, early two thousands. You know, I would love that, and this is what they did with Top Gun. And obviously, it's still a sequel though, so they have to, you know, whatever. I get it, but like, um, but it feels like both a sequel and like a remaster, <laughs> right? Um, and yeah, I, I really like that. It stuck to its bones. It knows what it's doing. It's sticks to the core of what the first movie was. Also, stays apolitical, which I really love. Yeah. They don't even name, that, they don't even name the country. It's like they it, don't ever they name. Do, right. It does such a good job of just like sidestepping that whole thing. It's unreal because mm-hmm. like I, I feel like it's it, to, I feel like every military yeah. movie you watch is just like we gotta say it, guys. We gotta say it. Yeah, it's the Russians. Yeah, 
um, the Russians, right? Uh, there's a few quibbles for sure to be said about this movie, the new one. But like, um, other than that, I would say it's a a a, a, a clear and awesome blockbuster. Oh. <laughs> clear, yeah, clear and presentation. Uh, clear and present, like clear. Now you got me saying it. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Just like a, a very solid blockbuster, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's there to entertain you, and entertain me. It did. So yeah, I'm a huge fan, huge fan of it. Um, Tom Cruise has not a messed up in this, in my opinion, as far as uh, action movie status. Yeah. Not only does he still have it, yeah. but motherfucker was flying some of the <laughs> a few times up there for real. Uh, I don't know how he gets away with it, and I don't know what the limits are. I'm sure that's you know heavily restricted in what he could do, but he was actually flying. All the other actors were not flying. They were in fake cockpits. He No, I not. thought they were flying. No, no, no they all uh, trained, but only they flew. He, right. Like the, yeah. I thought I saw the segment where they were like, he taught them how to no. use the cameras in the planes while they were being flown to make it realistic. Be, that's my point. That, no, I'm trying to say that Tom Cruise was flying himself. Like he was flying the plane while, and then all the others were not flying their planes. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Um, does he know how to fly a plane? Does he? Doesn't he? Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I knew that in Oblivion, which is funny because you mentioned it, they, um, um, he is actually flying that helicopter towards the end of the movie. Yeah. He's like a uh, Harrison Ford. Um, minus, like, yeah, Harrison Ford, also pilot. Right. Minus, right, minus the, what was that whole, I don't remember anymore. doesn't matter. Um, that's what I heard. I mean, I haven't, like, I, I didn't see footage or anything, but I read about it, and that's what I remember reading, um, is that he was actually flying. But it's also, this is not uncommon. This is staple Tom Cruise now. Yeah. Like, he does that in every movie. Right, he does his own stunts in Mission Impossible. Does, yeah, you know, just right. One of those guys. So I'm not surprised he can fly a fucking jet, is my point. Uh, or at least for a few scenes and maybe lower. And, like, you know. Uh, he's kind of a badass. Yeah, he's kind of. Well, he's kind of a stunt uh, uh, daredevil, I'm saying. It's kind of a daredevil. I think that's Scientology, bro. Scientology. Yeah, he might be might be something loose upstairs, but thankfully because he's making awesome action movies, in my opinion. So, yeah, really, really a big fan. I love the a lot, a lot of things about it. Let's get into some of those elements with some spoilery stuff. But right, right before we get that, I want to talk about uh, Jennifer Connelly. What do you guys think about the new characters? Because everyone's new except for Iceman and Matt. I heard. Right? So, what I heard the connection. You want me to tell you the connection from the other movies with her? Yeah, no, I know the oh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, kind Go ahead and say it. Well, if you know it, you say it. No, the, for the audience. Oh, yeah, page. my bad. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, the fuck? She, not here for she's the, uh, one of the, the Admiral's daughter that he gave a pass to. Mm-hmm. Yep. As, uh, as was said as, uh, when he does all those flyovers. In the original yep. movie. Anyways. Yes, exactly. Um... That's what but man, I thought she was good. I also haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a while too. She was good. Yeah, she was good. Eyes. It, it was weird because yeah, I was like, I know that name, but I don't remember it. Yeah. The person. Yeah, from you know, obviously, Wrecking for a Dream, oh. The House of Sand and Fog, Beautiful Mind, oh. right? Spider Man Homecoming. Hulk. She was in Homecoming. Hulk. Hulk also Hulk. Yes, she wasn't. She was on Homecoming. She, her voice was. As who? <laughs> Wait, wait, what? Wait, Karen, wait. the suit lady. He's looking up the IMDb right now. I'm not looking it up. Uh, I believe you. I just don't remember any oh, of these Little people. Oh, Little Children. I forgot about that one. Little Children was very good. Blood oh, Diamond. Blood Diamond. Yeah, also good. Um, anyway, you know, she was in a lot of action movies, but never like the action star, I realize. Anyway, whatever. Um, but now, uh, I, I liked her. I like my, What do you guys think of Mouse Teller as Rooster? 
call sign booster. Well, that's what happens when uh, your drumming career doesn't pay off. You go into the armed forces. I, I guess so. I don't know anything about that world. Uh, I haven't seen Miles Teller in a while either, right? Whiplash. Also, that, that's what I'm saying. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whiplash was 10 years? Has it been 10, 8 years? Yeah, like well, he quit um, drumming and he started, you know, flying planes. He, he quit drumming, right? He's been training the whole the time. Whole time. Yeah. Right. Danger zone. <laughs> that's not an answer. Um, I thought he was, oh, I love, I he was good. I love, how, I love how both movies start the same way, though. With the opening crawl, yes. right? Or what the right, and then the danger zone parts, and then they don't ever go back. It's like, and the and the, and the soundtrack for it, it's like it's like it's definitely newer soundtrack. Uh-huh. They have overall soundtrack, but it takes the same like harmonic. I don't know fucking words for music, but same rough outline of the songs from the original soundtrack, and just makes just tweaks it here and there. Uh, like the same the, notes, the same similar notes, similar harmonies. You know, except for Danger Zone. Other than Danger Zone, everything is pretty much new. Yeah, it's like two minutes in. I'm like, yes, Danger Zone. Yeah, I'm sure you got your fill. Um, man, that guy Never. made so much money off that song. How much money did fucking logins no make? No clue. A lot. A lot. He made so much money. Um, anyway, uh, okay, now we can get into the spoiler. Uh, so spoilers for uh, Top Gun Maverick starting right now. All right, Luke, what, what would you like to start with? He's got the worst fucking name. Whomever? Pete Mitchell. Pete Ugh. Mitchell? Yeah. Um, you mean because it's so it's basic and forgettable? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> fucking Maverick. That's what it's... You know, my thing with that is that... Pete and Mitchell. And it's Hi, only Pete false, Mitchell. But Tom Cruise doesn't look like a Pete. He doesn't, no. He just doesn't look like a no. Pete. But that's not, that's, not, that's not a real issue. Either, no, right? it's not. It really isn't <laughs> a fucking real issue at all. Not even remotely a real issue, so... Um, but because everyone calls him Maverick anyway, I call him Maverick. Let's just call right. him Maverick. Right. I forgot his name was not Maverick. Well, yeah. he has a real name. That's right. You can see that being a Jeopardy question. What is the call sign's real name from Maverick? Right. And like, oh, what is Pete Mitchell? Well, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> who, is, who is Pete Mitchell? Whatever. I don't fucking. I, I, even the question came out wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. Besides that, Luke, what else? Uh, no, movie's great. Uh, pretty much brought everyone back from like the first one. You know. It's, Especially like you know, uh, Goose's uh, son being a fucking rooster now. The whole yeah. drama between I was, them. I was worried about that because I knew that uh, rooster that this that the Goose's son was going to be in this movie, and that mm-hmm. it was going to be Mouse Teller. I was worried going into this movie that it was going to be oh my god, like overkill, melodramatic. Like they don't need to bring in this whole like ex ex wingman component. I already know he feels guilty. I don't. Why do I? You know. Yeah. Um, but no, it worked. But it, it no, yeah, they did a good job with that. They did a good job of not keeping it just for that reason and being like, oh, what a lame, what a lame reason. Yeah. But although they made fucking Rooster, like, yeah, we're going to make him just like his dad in like every fucking aspect. Yeah. Even with the fucking song? Uh, the okay, song, well, the I mustache, know. the wardrobe. Yeah. That mustache, though, he really wears it. Yeah. Um... Let's and, go with uh, the Val Kilmer was also a nice touch. Yes, I um, thought that was classy. Uh, fucking for a guy. You guys know top, what happened to Val Kilmer, right? Top shelf. Yeah, I do know what happened to Val. Yeah, I, I I saw the documentary. Oh, you actually saw Val? Okay, I haven't. Yeah, seen Val's it. Yeah, Val's great. I haven't seen it. Super depressing, but great. Yeah. Hello. Did you go cut off? Did I? You did a little, a little bit. bit. Super yeah. depressing, but what? But great. Okay, I figured. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, for those who may not know, um, 
Valcomer, uh, a few more, more than a few, ten years ago, roughly, suffered from what, what was it? You know more than I do. Is it cancer or is it something else? Uh, this is the moment where he didn't know. <laughs> where he didn't actually see the documentary. <laughs> He's been lying to us this whole. <laughs> He's time. been lying the whole time. <laughs> what will Little he do? Did he know. No, it was cancer. I'm pretty sure it was cancer. I, that's what he I was like, guessing, but I, I'm yeah. guessing. Um, okay. Anyway, and that he can't speak. I mean, among other things, but like yeah. he can't act. Basically, he had to drop. That. I think Val that documentary explores what he's doing for the rest of his life, basically, right? Among other things. Um, I mean, he went from Tombstone, from Iceman, all these yeah. movies, obviously in the nineties, eighties, and Top the Secret, The Doors. The Top Secret. I don't know that one. Um, it's like his first kiss, kiss, Yes, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the last movie. It's this big, yeah, big movie. I'm always gonna recall because that's the first date I ever went with my wife. But uh, well, yeah. that's a personal feeling. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Whatever works. Um, the last movie I saw him in, or the most recent movie I saw him in, I think was that serial killer movie uh, with uh, Michael Fassbender. Right? He was like one of the detectives, but they used him so little because he was already yeah, going right. through this cancer. They used him in basically almost like in a cameo fashion as a uh, flashback. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Was he in that? Yes. Oh, okay. Then that's the most recent one. But I don't. I don't remember that. He was just a cameo as, uh, as like himself. By the way, that serial killer movie is called The Snowman. Um, anyway, um, terrible movie. Don't watch it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean, if they if they hadn't put his name in the credits of the opening of the movie, you would have never known. I would have not known to expect him because you know there's a lot of back and forth of uh, of Maverick and Iceman texting. Yes, right. Because Iceman made a thing, made a life for himself. You know, he's an admiral. Well, he's he's um, basically what what Maverick should have been. He should have been a, he should have been a four star admiral or three star admiral or something like that. You know. Well, should he have been? Well, yeah. With like, the amount of well, time that's served? one of the things. That's one of the things about the movie is that. Well, do you? I mean, if you don't want it. Right? Does this fit better for him to stay as a captain piloting? Well, that's shit? the thing is, like, to turn down a promotion like that is kind of bonkers, you know? Like, I don't know, especially for so long being in there. I get it; that's what he wanted to do, so he just kept turning it down. It's like it's like uh, also, you it's kinda, like when uh, it's the military, so you kind of get yeah. forced to do things, you know? Uh, well, I don't know that, uh, but, but I mean, obviously, he wasn't forced because, well, not only because he's uh, <laughs> he pisses off all of his superior well, officers. That's why he gets. That's how he gets away from not being forced to do things. <laughs> Yes, so. they, they have they have their ties behind their back because it's a win win. He gets to do flybys and he doesn't get promoted. Right, it's a win-win. He, right exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It seems sketchy. I don't know enough about the military thing, but I, I I feel like it's similar to like a a detective that works like murders or homicides. You know, like yeah. At, I mean, at some point, anyone can be uh you know a ranking captain or, or go higher than that, and you know actually oversee. That other detectives or other police officers or other departments, but you also could just spend your entire career being a homicide detective, right? Mm. Like you could stay there. You don't have to keep moving up or moving into a higher pay grade. And I figured like it was one of those things. Yeah. Like you can stay captain for as long as he wants. That's what I figured. But but you're right. Everyone brings it up to him as if like he's like yeah yeah right like he's staying. Well yeah little, the little the tonight. one uh, oh my god let me I have the. I just don't think he'd be good as a, like commanding anyone. No, right. Um, so a- Admiral <laughs> Solomon Solomon Bates, the other admiral that works next to John Hamm, that's Warlock from the original. Oh, is that that's Warlock? Warlock? Yeah, okay. that's how they know. Yeah, it, you know. Yeah. All right, that works. Warlock. Yeah. Good thing I just saw the movie too. I would have been like, who? 
Right. Okay. Um, John Hamm, though, man, <laughs> such an asshole. Like they brought him in to just chew ass. They really did. Take names. That's it. Just to be a heel. Just to be annoying. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? that led to this conversation. I feel I was gonna make a point, and I totally fucking forgot. Um. Well. Anyway, um, Val Kilmer uh, being added in was a, a, I mean, almost a surprise, like I said, if it wasn't in the opening credits. But it was a cool scene. And I love this line, the one line he got to say. Hopefully it wasn't too hard on him, for him to say it, but it was badass that he came on set to do it. Yeah. I just love that. It feels like a, a real love for this classic. Right. You know, it, a it, love for the nostalgia. Right. It feels like a, a good respectability to it. Not just like making fun right. of it. It's not no, just it's a not, stupid yeah. cameo. It's part of the plot. It's part of the character. It it worked. It worked for me. Um, I think it works for the any kind of movie, really. So yeah, I'm a big fan of it. Um, ultimately, you know what? This movie, the 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 one thing I say that Top Gun Maverick does way better than the original counterpart is that it actually has stakes. Yes, it has. Right, the original movie doesn't have stakes. The Migs thing comes just randomly at yeah. the end. It's not the same. No, it's, not. it's not like they were building no, to no, it. No. Um, so, but this one, you have a mission, and it's a, such a particular mission, like Metal Gear Solid or something, like where you you need fighter pilots in an age where fighter pilots have been long gone. Yeah, since the eighties, actually, and because uh, even when Top Gun original was made, um, dogfighting was already becoming like archaic. Yeah. I believe like it wasn't necessary anymore. You can just press buttons, there's drones and shit now, but like this is such a fabricated, obviously formulaic scripts idea, but like they sell it because that's the one thing. That's why it brings it all together. And, um, I like that the stakes alone. It's what makes this movie worth watching more. I mean, more so than the original. Yeah. Um, did you guys find that believable enough? Do you guys like the, the the whole mission idea, the actual mission itself? We'll get to how they do it, but like, what do you guys think of that? I think so, but they were very weird, like weird about like we're not going to show any flags, we're not going to tell you what country it is. It's great. It's going to okay. be like very non political. We're not going to say it's China. We're not going to say oh, it's they Russia. Just say it's a terrorist yeah. organization. Leave it to be, you know. With yeah, you can you can even say it's a faction of some other right, exactly. Not even, like, yeah, right. But I I I just yeah. felt like. That was information that probably could have bogged the movie down for no reason. Yeah, no, it could have. Yeah, it could have. Um, and they're also faceless; like you can never see their face. You can't even tell their skin color. Like they really go out of their way to not show any kind of region that they're in. All, all you know is that it's a snowy mountain. Yeah. Maybe that's it. You know, yeah. it's very, it's, it's, I think it's cool. I think a lot of movies should treat it more this way and not get bogged down on what Ralph just said. Like this whole political thing, it could have been easy. Um, cause it immediately turns people against the, the whole nature of the movie. The whole movie's point is to have fun, right. And to show action and, and enjoy it. Um, I will say one thing I did not like about it. And this is one thing that it copies from the original almost exactly, except that it just doesn't feel as right anymore in 2022 is the whole America. Fuck. Yeah. You know, to it, like it doesn't feel the same way. Um, I don't have a a need for that, you know, like, um, like red Dawn maybe, or like other movies of that kind of nature. Right. Or like, you know, the military might of America is what prevails today, you know, like fortitude and all the, but you know, what's funny is that that's probably why I like the beginning so much though. Because they they sh- they step away from the America fuck yeah like yeah rah rah you know like 
we're the best of the best of the best, sir, with honors, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> is that Independence Day? No, that's uh, Men in Black. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was, uh, Will Smith, Will Smith though. Though. yeah, you're, right. you're all right. Will Smith. Not part yeah. of it, right? Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yes. not the Independence Day. Anyways, yes. um, I love that he's on this test pilot thing to be like the fastest man in the world, you know? To, yeah, and, right, and it's like it's love. like pushing the envelope of of what of what man can still do, you know, and that's like that's that's what's so cool about that that beginning part of the movie was like really cool, just the fact that he wants to be the fastest guy, you know, he always he wants to leave a legacy behind with his name because he can still be the guy, the captain who does this, you know, um, yeah, things of that Talk nature, and, and, and it made and, sense, like yeah. it, I liked it, I, I liked that. Well, yeah, I like that too. You're yeah. right. I did. I'm also a fan of that. And too. I feel like um, only because like, what was that? <laughs> what the fuck? Luke, was stop that? watching TikTok. It's not like, my phone is like away from me. Well, it's not me. Sure. Um, um. Anyways, so I don't know, man. I uh, I dug that whole part, and it kind of like kind of helps with the movie of not feel like obviously the reminds you know like, he's just being brought to this, you know. Uh, because of whatever you know, whatever reason. Yeah, I'm not against as well, but you know, either this choice or nothing. Kind of. Yeah, very much. Yeah, uh, I also like how he's just very willing to throw down his sword on to save, like you know, because he's trying to save the jobs of the people who are making this plane, right? That he's flying, test piloting, yeah, and all this stuff. Like it's also that kind of like you know, doesn't. I mean, I think he's been humbled. I would say <laughs> since the first movie, a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say good. I would say in a good way overall. Uh, but yeah, he still has all these feelings and unresolved issues regarding. I don't want to say Rooster specifically. I mean, yes, Rooster, of course, but uh, regarding what happened in the first movie with his wingman and, and goose and shit. Um, I think they did with that pretty well. Not too, not too flashy, not too dramatic. I liked it. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of it. Also, great casting uh, for uh, Ed Harris, by the way. Also in the beginning. Yeah. Yes, Ed uh, Harris. He played the the, the, the guy who gives him oh, the shot. He plays Strickland, yeah. the the Strickland version of him. <laughs> By the way, that's like almost word for word. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the old fart. Yeah, yeah. where he's like, I yeah, can't believe. I, I, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to give you a shot. Yeah, you know? I can't believe I have to do this. You know. Yeah, I'm going to give you exactly what you yep. want. Right. Great. Uh, now to the mission, man. The mission, it's one of those things where, like, the movie actually does, like, a, I don't want to say a disservice, but it does something that it should not have worked. It has its cake and eats it, too, in the sense that it has his mission, right? Very specific mission to go up this mountain under two minutes or whatever it was and then go down and exactly hit the right spot, laser beam it, and write the whole thing. And they somehow barely do it. And they have... Um, they have no dogfighting. It's basically just agility, skill, right? Get there fast and get out fast, right? And, but obviously, you know that as a movie watcher, that there's going to be some dogfighting. Yeah. Right? In some fashion. Obviously, it's going to be on their descent or ascent from the mountain when they're trying to get away. And of course, it happens even though they successfully bombed the airfield and all that. It's still two two or three i forgot bad guy planes coming in two migs let's just call them migs um and then they they get their cake and eat it too in the sense that they their alternate the the the, the sort of ice man not the sort of ice man of the movie but like rooster's adversary from the hangman, school train, yeah. right hangman there you go i knew it was a man um did you like assume? He, he gets to wait what <laughs> 
No. So long. I mean, he's an asshole for sure. Yeah. Oh. Not good. Not good skills. He's more like the Tom Cruise back then, like kind of like doing his own thing, kind of thing. Um, but whatever. Uh, he he gets to be a hero in the thing. There's get to be some not only some like uh, actual cool dog fighting, but and Maverick gets to save Rooster, sacrificing his own plane and you think his own life. I I thought that would have been already a good ending but no they can't have that it's not happy enough Uh, they have to have their cake too or eat it too because he gets to have another mission where he has to fucking sneak through this broken airfield steal their old-fashioned f-14 right and then have um yeah it is and be a badass again it is is crazy (laughs) it is like it's funny and somehow i'm fine with it somehow it shouldn't it shouldn't work because you know what that's probably like what's funny is that i was trying to pick poke holes in the movie um, of like that's the least thing I like in the movie I was like you guys have to really that's like the most American thing to do you know like no one ever like we have to win at all costs for like at 100% like kind of thing you know um, but besides that I really didn't have much complaints about um, but I did I, as far as the dogfighting thing I think because um, they mentioned dogfighting it's like going to be a dogfight they mentioned it like three or four times in the movie Right, and I was like, "What are they talking about? They're not going to encounter anybody, and they're trying to run away, right?" And mm-hmm. the dogfight scene is basically those anti-air missiles because they have to do outmaneuver them. They have to outmaneuver them to like or mm-hmm. help shoot them down or help whatever you know. And that yeah, yeah. scene is amazing. I love that scene. The yeah, communication. Yeah. The, the just the amount of yelling over each other of like what's yeah. going on and them doing a bunch of crazy shit and it's that's a fantastic scene because you just did everything else perfectly you know and now you got to get out of there and uh also like another cool thing about the like a very american thing to think about like uh you know like oh well you know just sacrifice people kind of shit right uh john ham's character wants to sacrifice and he's like you want to bring them back though right like he has to like remind them like dude they're human like they're not just drones they're like they have to you yeah. know um, there's there's some cool like little one liners that make the movie like better, you know. And those are little little things in the movie. That and like also when uh, he brings up like they're they could be the best of the best, but he's like you've been blowing smoke up their ass. They've been told their whole life that they've been the best, but they don't fucking have any skills because they don't have to do anything. Like, yeah, there's one guy with a kill record of one or right, something. It's right? like, guys, yeah, right. from like an old ass plane from like the Vietnam War. Right, it's like dude, they don't have to like they they don't have to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, it's as if guns ne- ha- stop working for some reason, and then we have to employ samurai and to do sword battles, right? Today, you know, like <laughs> it's it's like <laughs> or teach people to do that, right? Like he's been studying for ten years, but he's never actually used a sword on anyone, right. you know. Um, it's not the same. Yeah, it's something. Um, it's really cool. I I love that whole action thing in the, at the end. I'm gonna watch the movie again for sure. This is how oh yeah, for sure. Is. Well, it's gonna be on Paramount Plus in like forty days. Yeah, it's one of the very few things that Paramount uh, has as a franchise, I guess. And it's officially now a franchise or, or two movies. Um, yeah, I would watch it. Now, one last thing I want to talk about, and this is kind of iffy, is that what do you guys think of uh, Maverick's relationship with uh, the girl? I forgot her name. Sorry. Penny? Penny, yeah. Do tell. Hmm. I don't know. I'll- at first, I thought I was like, I thought it was the chick from the first movie. I was like, by the way, that's not her. So I wasn't sure. And then I was like, oh, okay, so just some 
chick he hadn't uh, banged before. But I guess nothing worked out. She had a kid with someone else, probably divorced. But yeah, it was all right. I kind of not going to shoehorned in, but it had he, to happen. Old sex, you know. He's got to get laid. Um. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm in between two things. Like feeling like maybe it wasn't necessary, but also like how else do you find, how else do you get to have Maverick, um, you know, be there get beyond? No, no, be there be, uh, beyond the military aspect or beyond the mission. Like, what's he got going for him? Right? Nothing. What it's all about he, the. What it's is all about it? the no, job. shut up! It's not just. He's a company that. man. Um. No. 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 It's got to be more than that, too. That's my point, is that the movie's got to, like, humanize him more, or at least give him another angle, another layer, and, like, how are they going to do that? And I think they they tried with this thing. I think it worked overall, even though I'm still iffy of whether or not she's even, or that whole relationship component is even necessary. What do you think, Ross? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I like that there was an established character um, that we didn't mm-hmm. have to worry about getting introductions to. He's trying to court. It's always been, like, a, tit, a little, you know, like, it's been through the How years, much was that right? It's been through the years with them, and I, I, I love, I love that in the movie. Um, I love when you put mm-hmm. me in, the, in those scenarios in the movie where you're just like it's an established character. We'll find out shit as we find out shit. We don't need to know everything about the person right now, um, right? And it works. I think it works out great. I also think that's probably the most wokeness thing in the movie was when he's like, when uh, she rings the bell on him because he's hitting on her or he's uh, yeah. whatever, you know. And uh, he put his cell phone on the bar. Yeah, well, no, he did. The, he did two of those things, right? He, he well, it's a disrespect the navy, the lady, or put yourself on the right. Bar. He just dis, he disrespected the, the, the lady. Um, what's it called? Uh, and stuff like that, and little, little things like that. That I, I mean, besides that, I I dug, um, I dug her character, but the relationship was just like okay. Like I mean, I felt like they were just trying to hit the notes of the other movie, um, and. It wasn't bad for the character because it does add that whole like you know it's bigger than just being the captain. It is trying to you know actually have a life outside of because he literally says without the navy he wouldn't be anything you know he wouldn't do anything um, or without flying right he wouldn't be able to do anything. So it's right. really uh, getting getting making a making something for himself, setting himself somewhere a nest you know in a weird way. Uh, I I dug I dug that, but like I said, I just I did feel like at least when it was first introduced, like the movie was kind of be like, man, you really have to hit the notes for notes for like what happened in the other movies. Um, but whatever, yeah, it still it still yeah. overall worked out for me. It wasn't wasn't horrible or anything. Yeah, I don't think it was horrible either. But I'm still like you know like I don't know, could have worked just as well or not better if it was out. I don't know. Um, I would say if they did if they stuck to their guns and um kept uh they let uh had tom cruise die you know saving rooster there um and the mission being still a success and everyone else makes it out except for him like it's i mean it is a more thematic fitting in yeah i i, I actually is. thought right away like uh and it would have left it would have left that relationship felt more bittersweet like it would have felt sure, more sure. like oh man he's not coming back from this thing that he was only teaching to now being the leader yeah. in a mission of um i think that all that stuff would have added more to the movie, especially as the years progress from now, but like we also wouldn't have gotten the awesome action scenes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I do. So. I do feel like uh, I did feel when and the and the movie knows what I did feel like though when he when he got when he got shot down, um, mm-hmm. and he I thought he didn't die. I thought he was like, oh man, they're gonna like 
he's gonna go to like the gulag or something. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like he's gonna be like, gonna use as like a fodder to be like released as a prisoner later on or something, something like that. I was like, maybe they're gonna go yeah. that route. I go, I don't even know what they're gonna do with this movie, but I was like, oh, okay, never mind. They're just gonna fix it right now. No, that would be something like they cut five years later. They finally negotiated his release. Yeah, right. 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 It would have been, uh, been interesting. And then Top Gun Three: Mavericks Revenge. <laughs> Maverick's Revenge. That's not a bad title. Right. Uh, I would say though that idea, and I had that crossed my mind too, Ralph. I'm glad they didn't do that because that's the worst of the three ideas of the. No, yeah, <laughs> of, I agree. Yeah, because no, they, they, they made it, They even... really did make it work out. It's like the good thing is, I and also I, I dug the whole uh, what's it called? He has to. Uh, what was it? Because when he first gets assigned the job, he thinks he's getting the job. Like he's like, "Oh, you're going to do this mission," and he's like, "I guess we can." do this? He's like, I haven't thought of a plan in a while, but he's like, I mean, it's not that I... No, you're teaching. Right, no, because he was like, I, like, he even said, he's yeah. like, I, I haven't thought of a plan in a while, but I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I could do it. Like, he's like, I, I won't be that bad, right? Well, when he shows them all off, that he actually does the run and that inspirational, right. that's like, oh, okay, he still has No, of course. It. He's, never yeah, no, it's, just, it's just funny, though. See, he brings out that big dick energy. Oh, huge, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one last thing is that uh, would you would you get i mean obviously this is a weird question because obviously we got the movie we got so how much speculation can we have and it's already awesome but like um what if uh would you have preferred a movie where like let's say the future from the original top gun is that dog fighting is still very much a thing and like it's still part of the military training uh planes uh whatever futurist i mean it's like a, almost like an alternate history kind of futuristic thing where like um Dark Fighting is still more much a thing. There are no drones, no unmanned things. People still need Top Gun, Top Gun fighter pilots in 2020. And he is brought in still because of something that, you know, of the old ways coming with the new. Like, would you guys have preferred a continuation of the style that dogfighting is still necessary? Or do you guys like this one where, like, it takes more of a present-day approach where, like, it has to concoct a crazy specific mission with crazy specific people that only a handful exist anyway? Uh, because I'm pretty sure a drone could have done it. That specifically? I don't know. Yeah. I Just buy that. It, from I, the I, buy that I, I buy that a drone could miss that. It's my well, point. The, the, whole, the whole thing about the drone was that they had no, like, they had no communication. They couldn't do anything through frequency. Yeah, they like explain that. it away. They explain it away, for sure. Yeah. Give some nerd a drone and a fucking. Well, I'm saying, though, can you guys imagine this movie if, like, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, no, because it's set. It's already been set in a semi-realistic world, you know, like of our current world, you know, in a weird, in a weird way. It's like yes and no. I, I feel like if they did, if I if they did it the other way, I'd be like, yeah, but that's not nothing to do with what's going on now, you know. Like it doesn't feel like it's the now, in a weird way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I think I would love that. Uh, obviously, I still love what we got. Not a big deal. Not much changing, but uh, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I would like that too. Yeah. Um, just bringing it up. Anyway, I think that's there for our review of Top Gun Maverick. It's in theaters right now. Check it out. We recommend it pretty highly, I would say. Next up, also in theaters, we're going to review our next film, which is going to be Men. So check that out and stay with us. A young woman goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. This is Men. Currently in theaters, written and directed by Alex Garland. This one's starring more of a Jesse Buckley, Rory Kinnear, and really a lot of Rory Kinnear and Papa Esidu. 
um, yeah, this is uh, you know the 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 Alex Garland that I really love from you know his all of his works, nearly all of his movies that we I'm a big fan of from Ex Machina, Annihilation, of course, Devs on FX, big fan of that show. Uh, he also did Sunshine and Twenty Eight Days Later. Some of the stuff he's done. So yeah, very I think prolific, pretty cool screenwriter, high concept stuff usually. Also, little horror, little weird stuff going on in his movies. This one's no different. Uh, we're gonna start with Roth on this one. Roth, what did you uh, what did you think of man? First impressions. First impressions, fucked up. I mean, immediately fucked up. Fucked. I up. just yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I left the theater going like, what? What was I just? What was I just watching? Like it was. Like, yeah, I think you all asked me that. Or all. I mean, I'm pretty sure we all saw it together. By the way, that's great. Uh, yeah, it's a rarity. Uh, we yeah, all it together. Sure, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know. It's one of those movies where I'm, I have way more to say. With I feel like it's getting into spo- it gets into spoilers, but uh, first impressions is just very much one of those movies where I just felt fucked up. I knew it was going to be a psychological horror, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which it can't I mean, I, I think it is. It's not exactly not one, right? But it's not, it's not yeah, one. yeah, but <laughs> I feel like the end of the movie is really what gets me. I'm just like that's just a visual that's not leaving my head anytime soon, you know. Um, it's just, but besides that, I uh, I felt like uh, I felt like I needed time away from this movie for me to kind of get get a good grasp on the movie. Um, and I feel like where I am now, yeah. um, I feel like uh, I. I think I, I get what the movie's trying to say, at least from what I can say. But again, it's kind of targeted against me, I feel, in a weird way. Because it's, you know, like... Because <laughs> it's called men. Right? It's it just it's a, such a weird... Men. Right. I feel like it's so weird. Um, but uh, some interesting visuals, for sure. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of like, what's going on, what do we think is going to happen, uh, in that nature. Um, but um, it, I, it's funny, because I, I see these behaviors in all the roles... At uh, Rory Kinnear plays, in, which by the way, Rory Kinnear, uh, fantastic job. What's it? Um, solid, solid work. He had a, a hard. Job. He had a hard job. I mean, I'm, I'm going. I'm going, in, every I'm going into this character. movie. I go. So I'm getting paid for like every actor role here. Right. Like, right. Does he have to sign in all these uh, <laughs> what he, releases for every character? Right. I just like. I feel like, I, guys, I'm getting more money. Right. Like, there's no way I'm not. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah, no, that's how you save money. That's how you save money, right? Yeah, no, we're trying to save money, Rory. You know how much they saved in the adaptation because Nicholas Cage paid two characters. Yeah. They saved a lot I of money. Um, anyways, so first impressions was for sure that um, uh, it's fucked up, um, but I feel I thought I felt like it was. It was just like I guess as I, I need to, I needed time away to give to give myself a good a good two cents of uh, my two cents on it, which I'll, I'll give during spoilers because it has. It has you need spoilers. Yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. I get it. Anyways. What about you, Luke? What are your first impressions? Dude, what the fuck? The fuck positively? What the fuck negatively? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, okay. I've seen the other two movies. I was like, oh, cool. Probably be like, you know, something sci-fi or something weird, Some you know. thinking. Right, you know. But I was not expecting this. I mean, uh, to be fair, that's what I said about Ex Machina and Annihilation. Didn't expect that either, but different yeah. ways. But I think those ways. are way more digestible than this one. That I agree with. Yeah. Uh, yeah fucking crazy movie. I'll 
I have no idea what to think about it. I was just it was just confusing and weird and very disturbing. Mm-hmm. I felt dirty. <laughs> you I, felt dirty. I, I don't know. <laughs> you should. You're a man. You should feel I, dirty. Essentially, man. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else? No. Okay. Probably I really just want to say, um, I really want to say, um, I don't know if I was interrupting you. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm mixed to, I don't like this movie. Um, you know, like, uh, maybe leaning towards, like, I'm not a fan of it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I think if this movie was 40 minutes long, it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, my impressions were very much like you guys. What the fuck did I just saw? But right. it was, it was, the movie is not in a way where like, I don't understand what's happening. I'm like, why did he overdo it? Why did he bluntly? Uh, dude, there is nothing subtle in this movie. I felt like it's weird just to be weird. Yeah, almost that. Like, he's just doing the same example. And now it, it, it does progress. There is a, a ramp up to it and all that. Yep. But I think you could do all of that in 40 minutes, not an hour and 40 minutes. You know, like, I don't, um, you know, I, I, I will get, again, that's all spoilerific too. I will get to it in a minute. But like, I feel like I'm either mixed on it. Like, I don't know what time will tell also, Ralph. You know, I think time will cement this movie firmly, more firmly in my thoughts. But, sure. um, but I'm coming away from it, like, thinking kind of negatively about it. Like, I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's as, Nearly as a n- nearly as successful as his last two movies, um, this might be a dud for me. Um, I'm not I'm not sure how much of a dud we're gonna get into that in a minute, but like I feel like it's gonna be one of those. Like, and not because like I don't feel attacked. Or, I never felt attacked or anything like that. I get it. Like I also felt moments of being gross or feeling dirty, like you said, Luke, because it's supposed to make you feel that way. But like I never, I, I, I'm not saying I'm defensive to this movie. Yeah. I get what the movie's saying. I just think I got it in the first. 10 minutes 20 minutes and i didn't need to see forever you know i yeah um, felt like forever this movie felt longer than its runtime, and not in a great yeah. way in my opinion yeah i feel like uh i feel like the tool for the job that was used was a gigantic sledgehammer um yeah a fucking sledgehammer right, that's but, that's how but all we needed was not necessarily a mallet but just a regular hammer you know like like a regular right. hammer would have been needed a regular right. hammer here not a, not this big ass sledgehammer that took like mm-hmm. four people to hold and to get fucking wheeled. I feel like if it had different concepts going in there or different things to say, just to, as, except for that one thing. Other than that one thing, if it had other things to I say, think it, I think it has other and, things. So I, we'll, we'll get into that because I, I, I want to I mean, talk about what you think. Okay, well, yeah, we'll get into it. But I feel like it has one thing, and then the, if there is anything else, it's not it's not a highlight or it's not sure, okay. anything else. Um, but we'll get to it. Um, other than that, I want to talk about Jesse Buckley. Um, she is great though in the movie. I mean, what I mean, I don't, I don't know how would one would react, but she has a range of emotions. She really does. and and going on in this movie, um, I would say other than happiness, we see everything. <laughs> we really see a lot of happiness because she's coming in. Like the plot description says, her husband just killed himself and all that. Yeah. So, um, and even though there's flashbacks to let you go on to know how that happened, it's still. Uh, very traumatizing for sure. It's an impact for sure. And she's trying to get away from everything, get some peace, yeah. move past it. And it's been a year and, you know, she's trying something out and like, <clears throat> yeah. And it's like one of those things. And I think she carries all that well and carries the insanity and the confusion of what's going on. I think well enough, like 
um, like everything she does, I would have done maybe just a day earlier, you know, like a little bit earlier than she does it, you know, like to worry. I mean, to like worry and do something about it. Um, other than that, I would say she's solid and she has been solid for a while. She was in my favorite movie from two years ago. The um, I'm thinking of ending things. She was the main actress in that. Huh. Also very good. Oh, and, and season yeah, four, was. Fargo also plays the nurse. Very good too. Somehow nails that Fargo accent <laughs> in a really good way. Um, anyway, but uh, we should probably get to spoilers right away, right? I, I mean, this is kind of hard to yeah, yeah, kind of hard to talk about. Okay, but I want to say something though uh, before we get to spoilers that the, the essential premise beyond the, the plot description is that she is being. Uh, I don't want to say haunted. That's not right. It is haunted, but it's also like, like real, real life haunted. Like not real life haunted, <laughs> but like uh, real people haunted. Yeah. It's like right. Either she is hallucinating the same face on every male that she comes across in this small town where she's vacationing to, or every face is literally the same, and it's some sort of like uh, supernatural. All I know is that someone shouldn't on. have taken right. a bite out of that apple. Right, For yeah. Real. Yeah, yeah. So blunt. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah, it's like that. And it's like one of those kinds. It's 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 the whole movie's a giant allegory to the point where it, it is happening. It's like reality. The allegory is reality and uh I don't think the lines matter any at any point really between them. So um and she's seen the same face. So Rory Kinnear really plays every uh, the priest, uh, the guy who is renting the house out to, the kid, the, there's a boy with his face on it. There's a townsfolk, there's a policeman with his face on, you know. Um and yes, all of that means something and it's obvious, but like yes, it's and it's she's seeing all this and not seeing it also, you know, because other times she doesn't acknowledge it. So we don't know exactly what's going on. Like, is it her paying attention to it anyway? And that's part of the mystery. Cause I would say this movie is more mystery than a lot of other things. Um, I would call it mystery or thriller more than horror, for example, um, or even sci-fi. But anyway, uh, now let's get into spoilers for men and let's, let's try to figure this movie out. So spoilers starting now. Okay, uh, Raf, what would you like to tackle first? <laughs> the bir- the birthing? Yeah. I mean, oh, birth my God. Do we want to start off with that? Jesus. I mean, we don't have to start with that, but there's like 17 of them. <laughs> there really is. Yeah, that's a fucking... There's five times where a man gives birth to himself. Right. And let me tell you... Another story. version of himself? I think three is enough. <laughs> I'm just going to say, three is the magic number. The movie goes two more beyond that. Yeah. And it wasn't because it was gross. It was because it was overkill. Yeah. All right, but, let me. But, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna take my. I'm gonna give you my big take on this movie, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you. I'm pretty sure you get this. Um, okay. I, I want us hope Luke gets this right, where it's um, movies called, called men for a reason, right? Yeah, it's called misogyny. <laughs> fucking hit the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, the movie's called Men for a Reason, and uh-huh. it's all the men that she encounters during her. Vacation, um, yeah, is all like a typical, a different type of man that probably that exists in just your regular life, and it's very much like um, the naked guy, for example, right? Is your the person you're afraid of of walking alone in the woods or walking alone in a dark alley or at night you can be attacked by somebody raped, mm-hmm. whatever the case is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the guy at the the cop, the cop who doesn't do anything or cares about about your or takes you seriously, right? The, the, right, the, the, the gaslighting cop. The gaslighting cop. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Right. Yeah. Your, uh, yeah. 
the, the the kind of the priest, the, the priest who wants to uh, what's it called, guilt you and shame you and just you know like make it feel like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a control thing, control. yeah, exactly, very control, much so. Yeah. And, okay, so I, I I figured you'd get it right, and we're all there. Like it's yeah, it's it's apparent in some of them and not in all of them, right? And I guess as the main housekeeper one, it's the one trying to be the nicest to her, but at the same time trying to like. I don't know. It's like it's like also like the creepiest one. It's like uh, he said, she said my name right, so like she wants to fuck me. Like one of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to give you that exact good example. Guy, weird, weird, fucking, random, uh, fucking. Yeah. I, I already imagined my whole life with you, kind of shit. You know, like if I'm good to her, she'll have to have out. out. Right, exactly. Like, oh yeah. my god, the barista gave me the right name. My wrote my name down the right way. She fucked. She wants to. You know, like what the fuck, kind of shit, right? Um. That kind of person. And then there's other people. What other persons does she encounter? Um, the super creepy guy that she's creeped out that she could be you know, at the bar. Um, the piece of shit kid, which also worse CGI on the kid. Um, that's the only probably the, so the the failure of the. I think it was intentional to make it look creepy. I, I guess so, but it was like I just felt. But maybe not. Maybe I don't know. I just it felt bad. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all those things that are, are that are in the movie that obviously tell you about. This is what just like a woman goes through on her own in like a span of two days, you know? Like this is just like mm-hmm. a normal, like simple. This is vacation for her. This isn't even like real life in right. London, which the kind of and the fact that they all look like we're a means that uh, they're all byproducts of the same kind. The guy, yeah, right? the same. It's, uh, yeah, I, I get that's what the movie's like overall saying. <sighs> um, yeah, that's 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 like I just don't know how we get from that. To giving birth five times, like I just oh, I, I know the answer to that. What's what's the answer to that? Well, well, well I want to hear what you guys think. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so um, Luke, go, go nuts. Let's just do the birthing thing now. Let's just get it out of the way. Get the elephant out of the way. It's just a turkey. What gets me every time? <laughs> well, it looks like a turkey. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> you have no clue. <laughs> it's a I mean, thing of like toxicity to another toxicity to another toxicity. I don't not know. bad. Anyway. Not bad. Yeah, that's not, you're almost there actually. Um, rough. What do you yeah, think? no. I mean, I really. It's besides the like, just <sighs> men will continue to be toxic to men, uh, or men will be. Uh, uh, well, my first thought, and this is where you were close, is that uh, my first thought it was a, it's a generational thing. Like, you, men give birth to toxic men, toxic men give birth to toxic men, kind of thing. Generationally, yeah. we birth the same man over and over again. That's why he looks the same, right? Um, that's that's one that's more that's more like the allegorical one. The more specific one, right? And this is where I think it's more solid, is that every iteration is different. It's different by what they're injured. That's why the last one is her husband because he died having the broken ankle, which is what one of the birthings ones has, just a broken ankle. The other one has like a, a messed up face because he messed up his face on the rail yeah. when he fell off. Like they're all his injuries. Yeah. Every one of his birthing, and that's what it is. Like it leads up to him as a whole after all those injuries of rebirthing himself. That's what it is. Hmm. The, the injuries match every birth. Okay, okay. that's it. Um, again, not. I mean, <laughs> it's so unsubtle. But <laughs> like, yeah, took me a minute. What's too. crazy is that yeah. the tamest person was the naked guy. Right, the imaginary naked man trying to. Well, it wasn't even imaginary, right? But like, but like. I, obviously, I think the shittiest person I would still say is her husband. Uh, oh well, my yeah, god. he was a shitty person. Oh my god, he was a her shitty, husband was shitty like, person. which is funny because like you, 
I like how the movie didn't have to. This is like this is stepping away from the movie and having to actually think, right? Um, which, or in my opinion, because like watching it is just kind of hard to make the connections. Not not kind of hard. It's just um, you're not you're in the you're in the moment, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And t- having some time away thinking about it helps. So it's like they never mentioned that he's like. They mentioned that he's religious by saying you're going to sacrifice the sanctum of the our marriage and yeah, church, uh-huh. right? And like little little hints that they say, and everything he says in the conversation is all the so people, church is toxic. It's all the people, it. <laughs> it's all the people he, that she ends up meeting, all the type of people, the people who would do something to her, right? The aggressive person, the this, this, and that, um, and it's just, I, he's just that much of a piece of shit. But like, man, I don't know. Like that's just. Um, also, the way he died, and I, I, I at first I hated the 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 whole like flashbacks to see him, but getting that whole story was actually much needed for the movie, of course. Um, right, because it wasn't suicide, I guess it was uh, an accident. Yeah, right. He was trying to climb down, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, which is which being is, fucking toxic, right? Toxic, probably which is even which he anyway. probably would have killed her. Kill, or killed yeah, her. Yeah, right. he probably would have killed her. He probably would have killed her. Like in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, choked her out or something, I don't know, blamed something or I don't know, whatever, raped her, I don't know, some some crazy shit, something. Yeah, um, you're probably right. And uh, yeah, the whole, and then the whole scene where he's dead, that was a gruesome death too, watching him dead. That was fucking brutal. It was, it was brutal, but I also, I almost kind of felt like happy. I mean, it was like that, like that's how he died because it's such a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you deserve like, the worst death possible. Right, and you pretty much got one, like this fucking piece of shit, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, it's um, oh yeah, she didn't seem sad. As there's a lot either. of things that the, the guy's giving off that obviously matches all of the people that she happens to encounter. Um, they're all there. You just have to see them, you know. In my opinion, this is where I was holding out hope for the movie because it's kind of like so. Is the whole thing allegory? It has to be, right. right? If if it is because of of right what Rob just said that the, this guy's the flashback scenes of her, of her dead ex husband. Uh, that husband, sorry, yep. um, leads to being personified into all these different men around the town, right? And and if so, then either it's psychological, meaning she's hallucinating this, or she's just seeing the same. She's just seeing the same man in every man because they're all like all they're all these come. horrible things, like individually or differently, right? But different horrible controlling of uh, misogynistic aspects of humanity, right? Um, or has it always been that way and she's finally seen the truth of it, right? Or is it something supernatural because she's the alien force, the woman in this time, yeah, you know, that's, where there's no other woman around. Right. Like, is she, has she fallen into like a viper's nest of whatever's I, going so on? So I feel and, like, I feel like the only, I feel like I'm leaning, I lean more towards the fact that she's, it is like a crazy, like, like weird alien shit kind of thing. Um, yeah. Because of the fact that her friend comes in and sees the blood everywhere, the car crash. That's what I'm gonna say. And we get the outside perspective finally, right, of someone coming here and yeah. seeing what we've all seen, like just the fucking mess, right? And then she's happy. Yeah. To see and the movie plays with you along the way because they're FaceTiming a bunch of times. And one of those FaceTimes when he see when she sees the the naked oh, yeah, man multiple out front, times out front, we don't see her reaction. We don't see the friend saying, "Oh, what's yeah, that?" Yeah. Also, we don't like, see the reaction when she sends yeah. the picture of the naked man being there as well. She just says, wow, yeah. or oh my god, right? She says, oh my god, yeah, we don't I'm know what we're sure. saying, oh my god, to the picture right. of him being there, yeah. or the just, mm-hmm. oh wow, what a crazy old building or whatever. No? Right. 
But I think that showing your, I mean, showing the movie at the end there, showing its hands, sort of space, saying it, this happened based on the way the house looks. Yeah, and I, um, and I, and I only come to this conclusion because they bring up that whole weird imagery uh, at the yeah. church. The pagan thing. Yeah, the pagan on, yeah. thing. That whole little crazy, like, it happens to be this time of year, you happen to walk into, like, God's garden or something. It's so, like a midsummer. Right, very much so, yeah. And we were talking about that when we were watching the movie. You were like, this is giving me midsummer vibes. Also, the dress that she chose to wear, like, can it be a little bit more fucking Victorian a little bit? Like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like little things in the movie that you're like, all right, lady, you, you got to pick better night gowns or something. Like, or some of your better, <laughs> better clothing. How old fashioned are you? Yeah, yeah, it's so trippy. But I, I do feel like it's more like a pagan, realistic thing that happened or some crazy shit. Because just because of the fact that her her friend comes by and happens to see the mess, yeah. But I think that makes the movie worse, though. Does it? Um, I th- well, I'm not saying that I would have liked. I would have preferred a. Um, you wanted her mental breakdown instead. I wanted. Yes, I think that makes more sense. I think the movie is more interesting to talk about if it's so. I think it's less interesting <laughs> if. The if one thing leads to this other because of something like something super, it, it feels like um, it feels like it's too blunt. It's like too on the face. Like there's nothing beyond too on the face. Like what else is this movie about then? If it isn't about what we just talked about, which is all the same topic, by the way. Yeah, it's all the same topic because of what happened to with her husband and all that is all these things regarding man, misogyny, control, religion, everything, all this stuff we're talking about, hierarchy, uh, whatever. Um. But like, that's that's the thesis we knew going in. Twenty minutes in, we figured that out. The whole movie is that. Why? What? What else is there? What else is the movie about? But there's no solution really. What? Nothing great happens with for her. There's no realization. There's no solving. There's no no. no I mean, nothing else to that either. It just ends. You know. I feel like. It's both missing something and showing too much. Or it's trying to tell you that men will just never change. Dun, dun, well, dun. Well, well, then they shouldn't have made it supernatural then, because I would have gotten that better if it was just all like, not in her head, but let's say that's how the lens of the movie showed it to us, but that's how she's seeing, like, every guy is different to her, but like, we're seeing the same face because in reality, all she's seeing is these horrible archetypes, right? Or it could be a sign of uh, like a PTSD thing, right? Kind of thing, like trauma regarding what happened. And like, not that she feels sorry, but like now she can't help but see this only, you know? Like all that's way more interesting than than it being real because it doesn't lead to anything, in my opinion. That's like better than those. Um, or unless it had something else. But I'm trying to think, what else does this movie have? I don't know. I mean, the only other thing I can think yeah. of is, it. let's say it is in her head, right? And the whole well, thing. Small town living. And he... <laughs> She just kills this fucking poor, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? Uh, caretaker, whatever the fuck, the, the guy who who owns the place, right? Yeah, kills her after all of this happened. She crashed the car and she tried to run him over and she did all this crazy shit. We don't know mm-hmm. that, right? That's the reality. Of it. The, the, the movie does leave it open. I just hate to say that it kind of leans more towards the route that we've been saying. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's what I'm thinking too. I don't. I don't um, think it makes it less than though, in my opinion. Like, I don't want to say I don't want to belittle the character, her character either, by saying she was going through a, a psychotic break either, because that's also not interesting in itself. I need. It's got to be more than that, and I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I like it. That's what I'm saying. I'm mixed on this movie. 
thinking that it doesn't have a lot to offer. I mean, it's just saying that men are shit or men can't be shit. Yeah. I mean, so far, every man in this movie is shit. Yeah. Now, granted, there's only one woman, I guess, another on FaceTime, but um, it's not like she's giving a different point of view either. She's kind of agreeing and kind of like, oh, go have fun, girl. Um, and it's it's not enough. I don't have other, I don't, there's no <coughs> other angle. There's no other angle. Yeah. You know. What do you think, Luke? Dude. I wish I knew. And I, and I was like, do I want to look up things? But I don't want other people's interpretations of this movie in me. Well, I might it's have just to. weird. I mean, I might want to look into that. Um, <sighs> now I feel like I will probably never watch this movie again. So the less, uh, the quicker I, I forget I about either. it, the happier I'll be. But I always see that crowning moment. It's like embedded yeah. in my brain. And yeah, I'm never going to have kids now. I mean, you weren't already. Yeah, probably. Let's just say that. Okay, so that's... We agreed to this, Luke. I think I'll, what, what last show, was it? Neither of us are having kids here, right? Yeah, we, uh, we should improve for, for the good of mankind. For the good of mankind. Right, we're not <laughs> prograding. Okay. That has to be you too, though. You can't break that, okay? So, and yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I look, if I never see another crowning for the rest of my life in any form, I'm a happy camper. <laughs> happy camper. <laughs> I gotta okay? say, bro, it was... Semi-realistic, like pretty, pretty up there. Sem- pretty up there. It was the only thing that was unrealistic is that it was it happened so lack fast. Lack of placenta, yeah, uh-huh. and lack of placenta. Yeah, no placenta less in Seattle. Yes, I much prefer it without placenta. But honestly, that's just putting a bow on top of a shit right. steak. You know, it was, a, it was a bad visual already. So if you're gonna add the placenta, just go nuts at that point. You know, um, it didn't really affect me that much. Um, I've also seen some shit though in movies, so I don't. Nothing really gets me anymore. But yeah, it's still it's it's definitely one of a kind visuals mm-hmm, for sure. You can't unsee that. I I understand. Um. Anyway, I wish this movie was more, uh, more or more clearer. Not clearer. It's blunt as fuck. I just mean like more angles, more something. Yeah. And, well, and more angles that, of crowning. Or if yes, or if not that, at the very least, shorter. <laughs> I really do think this movie doesn't need a grand majority of these examples. It just needs a better editor. Opinion. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be a super cut or take half of this movie out. I think I, you could make it awesome. Mm. Um, anyway, that's my opinion on it, but we're all mixed on it. But uh, a unique watch for sure. Uh, so Very. if you're interested in everything we said, still in theaters right now, you can check it out, men. Um, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to continue on to our Batathon by reviewing Fuck. No, we're not reviewing Fuck. What's the name of the movie? I already forgot. Uh, Batman Year One. So, stay with us. A wealthy playboy and a Chicago cop both return to Gotham City where their lives will intersect in unexpected ways. This is Batman Year One. Circa two, 2011, 2011 year, um, written by a bunch of people because it's you know it's from the original Bob Kane graphic novel by Tab Murphy, Frank Miller, uh, screenplay by Tab Murphy. Um, <coughs> this movie is directed by directors actually Sam Liu and Lauren Montgomery. Uh, starring though big actors, no lie, Brian Cranston as Jim Gordon. Pretty cool. Oh. Yeah, Breaking Bad himself uh, is in this movie. Uh, ben McKenzie from uh, what's that famous show he was in? He's in Gotham. Whatever. He's in Gotham. That's right. 
God, that's right. I really did forget though, because I wow. see only the poster. It's, it's I, okay, I got I, you. I, I, oh, the thumbnail. <laughs> like I never actually, I never saw really Gotham. I saw one season. Yeah, that's, neither did I. Um, I saw like two seasons, I think. And I Eliza like... Dushku, famous from the Buffy era, right? Uh, playing Selena Eliza Kyle. Dushku. Yeah, she's uh from. God, the name's uh, so familiar. She's from Buffy, and she's uh, the second Slayer after Buffy when she dies. Welcome to the Dollhouse. Is that her? Or... Also, Dollhouse. Just Dollhouse. Just dollhouse. Yeah. Oh, yep, I see her. I remember her. Which is not a bad show. It's just that she is not very great in it, <laughs> in my opinion. Anyway, John Polito, big actor. Commissioner Loeb plays <laughs> John Polito. Alex Rocco, also as Falcone, big actor. Kate, Katie Sackoff as Detective Essen. I don't remember much more after that, but that's roughly it. Let's go with Jeff Bennett for Alfred. It's a big one, I guess. Um, all right, so I'm going to start with myself on this one. Uh, this is my first watch, I should say. Uh, this is not a rewatch for me. For Batman Year One, I feel like I'm surprised I missed it. But uh, anyway, this is like Batman Begins um, after the movie Batman Begins came out, right? Because Batman Begins already come out, right? The Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan movie. That's a, tw- that's a 2008 movie, I believe. Um, might be wrong. I'm not checking it, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Anyway, uh, this is Batman Begins, but like a uh, anime. <laughs> animated version. Yeah, oh, and, uh, <laughs> oh five, even earlier. Well, like Batman starts. Yeah, but you gotta remember this. Uh, Batman Year One is also a graphic novel from a while ago. From a while before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean everything is based on. Yes, of course, everything is already based on something. For I'll sure, look, I'll look up the. I'll look up what the graphic novel came up. <laughs> Thank you. Um, right. So we're watching this movie because obviously we're doing a marathon, and in the marathon, we uh, Ralph helped me curate the animated stuff and Batman Year One. I think it's a good addition because uh, we really get to see the beginnings of it. This is our first time doing it in this marathon, doing the beginnings of Batman. Like the first uh, 1989 uh, Tim Burton one, it has shades of him starting as Batman. Like he's already like, a f- he's already fearsome to the criminal on the world. He's already, but he, he's but, established, but he's not established with the police either yet. You know, he mm-hmm. gets established at the end of that movie, not unlike this movie. But in this one, they go deeper into it because they show both sides. They show what the cops are thinking and doing um, and are much more adversarial to Batman's existence, vigilantism, um, as uh, as Batman tries to survive out there in the streets, getting shot and God knows what else, um, trying to be effective as a crime fighter. Um, and then they meet in the middle somewhere, you know, through mutual corruption, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. Mutual corruption. Um you know, I just finished uh, the miniseries We Own the City, and uh, I gotta say that uh, the corruption in Gotham City in this movie is not unlike the corruption in Baltimore in reality. Um, <laughs> obviously, in this movie, it's much more violent and much more direct, but still, same result. It's all shit. It's a shitty police department. Let's just get over it. One good cop in it, that's not good enough. Um, and yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. It's my point. It's a great pacing in the story. I like how Batman's making mistakes, which you kind of rarely see in movies. 88. Um, 80, 88? Yeah. Year one was done in 88. Even before the, graphic, the Tim Burton. The graphic Burton. novel was created in 88, yeah. Even before But Burton's in April movie. of 05 oh. is when they made a mm-hmm. deluxe version of uh, year one. So it's around the same time as Batman Begins came out. It's even more interesting yeah. and more appro- appropriate. Well, yeah, exactly. More appropriate. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I had fun with this movie. I really dug it. Um, what about okay. you, Luke? I actually really enjoyed this one. First watch? 
yeah, never saw it before, never heard of it. And it was great because it's always like, you know, you always got the two parts of Batman. It's like you get the clutching of the pearls, mom and dad get popped and die, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you yeah, get, get, bam, I'm Batman, I'm kicking ass. And it's just like, how did it happen? Like, how did, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was like, I know, you know, I'm sure he, you know, he was, he did the training and everything, but it's just, you know. Everything else, like, it's just kind of like, oh, it just happened. He became Batman. Like, this is him becoming Batman. Going, like, the seedy part of town, making sure no one recognizes him with that crazy makeup thing and, you know, fighting some cops. <laughs> fighting some well, crawling. It's more like right. finding out how... Tussle. How, it's also finding out how actual... How much control does the criminal underground have over some things? You know, like, they own the cops, or the cops are so embedded in on it that... The people don't want to be saved. They want to rob you. You know, they want to take your money from you. That's like that's how the the, the thought process is in Gotham. That's how bad it is. You know, that he has to find he has to find that out the hard way by getting stabbed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So I guess you dig it, Rafa. Oh yeah, I mean, of course. We'll we'll move yeah, we'll we'll it. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I do. This is my like third watch, I think. Um, so mm-hmm. for me, it's yeah, it's fantastic. Fantastic movie. Um, uh, I I think the fact that it it does almost like a good. It's a it's more of a Jim Gordon kind of thing, um, but it also builds that good relationship as to why you're going to see something later in the future. It's more like him narrating like what happened during him, but at the same time as coming up as bat for Batman, you know, um, without without having like it's like they came in at the same time to kind of help. Gotham, you know, in a weird way, um, and to, you know that's that's how it kind of sets up. Um, I dig that whole like you find out how bad it is through Gordon's side, right, and then you see what Batman can do from the outside and how he's been owning his skills and you know going especially from like the first couple months where he was basically doing absolutely nothing, <laughs> you know, like against these guys um, or couldn't almost do anything to like actually being able to hold himself over. Even though he has still iffy moments where he's almost taken out by simple thugs, you know, um, or seemingly simple thugs. Uh, but yeah, so it's uh, it's it's an interesting, it's a definitely cool cool way to see him come up. In my opinion. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, you don't see much of it. I mean, we're about to see. I think the next one is the Nolan trilogy. Um, but it's going to be hard because that's adding three movies. We're doing in one sitting. Yeah. What, what? yeah. Oh, I mean, fuck. we're going to talk Not about right it as one conversation. Yeah, in two weeks, actually. <laughs> Y'all um, killing me. No, you've seen them before. It, it, won't, it won't even be that That's hard. still like five movies I got to watch. Well, you don't have to watch. I mean, how many times? Can you really? I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Okay, whatever. Okay, at least the Bane one I'll have to rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Batman Begins is the one I've seen the least. Me so too. I've had the same boat with you. Yeah. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but anyway, um, what I like about this one is that it has um, has the core. Uh, it's like the. It's not want to say the origins, but it's the it's right before the origins of what is going to be yes uh, trope uh-huh, Batman. Yeah. Trope. You know all the stuff that will be I, commonplace. I, like I dig the setting yeah. so much. God, it's just yeah. it's showing you how bad Gotham was and why it's why it somebody you know um why batman fits so well and it kind yeah. of also he but also starts 
Be- yeah, he also right. You also asked that question, like, um, without Batman, is there a Penguin? Is there a Joker? Is there are these things? Will they just be uh, crime bosses with regular names instead, or would they not have existed at all? That's a good question. You know, um, I don't know. I can't answer that question to be honest. Right, it's a hard question, but also like I'm not saying it's his fault, but he is influencing the city greatly. Yeah, I, I, I and, feel like it needed yeah. something crazy needed to happen for them for him to get the mob bosses out of the way, you know? And mm-hmm. because of that crazy and like involved villains, like, you know, in a weird way, like they're like, Well, we gotta go crazy too in a weird way, you know. So I don't know. Right. Right, we gotta, we gotta go nuts. But, like, affecting a personality, and a lot of them, everyone knows their real names, and, like, they're hiding. It's not like, I mean, Deathstroke maybe hides his identity, sure, and Joker, nobody knows his real name, but he doesn't give a fuck. Right, no, um, <laughs> right? So, like, it's not like they're hiding it. Like, Batman's hiding his identity <laughs> and scaring people with his bat persona, his batness. Right. But, like, um, because he's just hiding in the shadows and all that. Um, but, like, from the very beginning on this movie, uh, he, like, um, Anything happens that he might have to do in the daytime, he's doing it as Bruce Wayne, yeah, not as uh, Batman. I thought that was interesting. Um, he keeps he keeps to that uh, that strict thing right away. Um, also, um, talk about a reason to actually bang a hooker, and he still doesn't do it. Right. Um, oh my god! Like he's, he's a like, classy man. Okay. No, 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 no. First, he's not. He's, He's being a people every night. I don't know how classy he is, really. <laughs> I'll just settle down here. He's beating them with class. Obviously. He's not beating them with class. That's just classists. That's what you're doing right now. They're the, they're the poor, so he's got to beat them up. Now you're now you're saying the wrong thing here. Anyway, no, but like, I mean, like, if he doesn't bang her, like, isn't he worried about going out there saying, like, hey, so he brought the commissioner in just to have parade around me to pretend he's, like, into hookers. And, like, um, isn't that weird? You That's know? what non-disclosure agreements are for. <laughs> yeah, like you think she gives a fuck about that? You think NDAs are a problem for her? For a sex worker, I shouldn't say hooker. Uh, sex worker. Hey, you man, know what you don't want to get in the court system. Look at Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Can we? No, Can we not. I should have brought a moratorium on that whole thing. We're not bringing that up right now, <laughs> ever. Okay. Um, unless we unless we talk about Johnny Depp movie, of course. Um. Anyway, I'm just saying, this is a reason to do it. You could have also played it up for anyone that doesn't know you're Batman. How about that, right? If you're Bruce Wayne affecting this persona, why don't you just be that persona when you're around people, right? Like, it's like they all show um, in movies and parties and shit. Um, but he doesn't, do, he doesn't go the full nine, I'm saying. He's, he's not being Batman about it. That's what I'm saying. Batman would have, would have banged the sex. No, I think the worst part about that is the fact that <laughs> Yeah. So she's there. She obviously understands everything that's going on. And like Commissioner Gordon's like, I think you're Batman. So she's like, just hearing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you don't want to see, you know. Uh, yeah, I guess. Get out. Right. And then I he doesn't bank hookers. You have might to be bank. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure his bat condoms are way better than. <laughs> oh my god. Look, I just want to see how long he's got a device that like sonically brings the semen back into him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lucius Fox is right on Lucius that. Is R and D all the way on that one? Um, I need my spunk to go back in my junk. That's not bad. It's not a bad line. It's very shaft. Sound like a shaft line. <laughs> um, 
Can you dig it? Um, no, I just want to see how long I can I can say that whole thing. Without, I mean, I still cracked it up and I failed. But, like, I want to see how long I keep a straight face saying all that. Um, let's get to the real problem here. So, like, um, yeah, I mean, it's also, I mean, this movie doesn't have, um, it has, a, it talks about the ethos of Batman or Bruce Wayne, what he's trying to do. And it has all of that. It doesn't have it show, it doesn't, it doesn't show it off a lot. Like, it doesn't have characters monologuing about it or anything. Um, Bruce Wayne doesn't really do that, or Batman doesn't do that, Billy. So, thankfully, they kept to that. But, like, uh, which is why I may agree with Roth a little bit. This is kind of a Jim Gordon movie. I mean, he is first build. Oh, yeah. Brian Cranston's first build. Not because he's Brian Cranston, or maybe he is because he's Brian Cranston. Cranston. (laughs) But, like, I think they share the screen time almost equally, if not more, because, uh, you know, Jim Gordon's face is always there. It's not like (laughs) Bruce Wayne's face is always there, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean... You had like more of a conflict with him and like the whole. Um, can we spoil this? Yeah, we're yes, we're oh, Okay, like the whole infidelity thing and cheating on her, the wife while she's pregnant. Yeah. So I mean, it was more of a him thing than anything. So well, he had more. He had more to him. It was more. He mm-hmm. was more human, and they showed more of his complexity than any of Bruce Wayne. It's like you know, I was going to ask Roth about this. Uh, like, uh, they skipped the whole training. Like whatever he learned to be a badass, yeah. Meaning oh. like meeting Ray Al Ghul or whatever. Like they, they, yeah, like, and I was curious about that. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how did he get the training? Where did he get the well, training? Because well, well, we know like from other movies. movies. Like it isn't you know Bruce Wayne coming to Batman, right? It's, right, not, it's Batman in Gotham City. It's Batman in Gotham right? City as his first year in Batman. That's it's, it's what he impacted, yeah, yeah. right? Um, I love all the dates though. Yeah, the dates are really <laughs> yeah. cool. Um, which is yeah. which, and I love the the, the finality where, where he finally gets to like this man, even though he has all the right to kill the guy who wants to kill him, right? Batman doesn't kill any cop; he never kills a single person, right? And this is where yeah. this is the type of Batman that we're that we're getting into, also because we've established that there's different types of Batmans that we get, right? The Dark Knight person who kind of kills people but doesn't really care, right? In a weird way, like like Tim Burns, he doesn't fucking mind killing, right? People. Exactly, Tim Burns doesn't mind killing people. But this is the the Batman that we, I think, I grew up with more, where he does not kill. You know, that's like his. That's like his. Right. Head. That's the Batman I've always known, right? Um, yeah. He's of that nature, so. And from here on out, all the movies will reflect this more, more than like. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, and which is crazy because um, seeing that and. Oh, except for Zack Snyder. What's up? Sorry, except for Zack Snyder. Yes, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. Die. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, get it, seeing all that is pretty much like. I think it's a really good setup for like what would happen later. Well, year two, I don't know. Yeah, um, year two, right? Yeah. Year two is way better. The fiscal year of year two overshadows year yeah. one for sure. No, but I think it is more um, yeah. Jim Gordon. Yeah, d- no, definitely. And was he from Chicago? I didn't catch that. I, I didn't beginning. catch that either, to be honest with you, until you read the plot. And I, this is my third time seeing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know, but he seems like he seems like he knows how to act as a cop in a city. <laughs> That's my point. Before he got there, <laughs> you know, yeah, like uh, corruption or I'll well, just deal with it. You know, whatever. I just won't accept any. Um, kind of reminds me of the Jim Gordon in the Batman Begins one, yeah. Because uh, that's that's what Gary Oldman does, right? He just doesn't accept any of the bribes. He just doesn't stop them, right. but he doesn't like, you know, whatever. Jim Gordon, this just this Jim Gordon is more definitely more justice filled. Like he definitely tries to stop him or tries to tell the higher ups. Except that the higher ups are getting paid too, so um, to to do this. Um, 
Yeah, it's really more uh, the corruption, not just in the mainly in the police department, but uh, but in, in the whole city. It's 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 also a character in itself through Jim Gordon, and that's a big component too because it drives a lot of the plot, a lot of the violence, a lot of the action scenes, a lot of those cops uh, almost killing Batman several times. By the way, I mean he is for sure he has less way at ways He's out. He's squishy. He's squishier. Yes. Exactly. He's not as invincible. He's not like he can't like he's always has an escape plan. He always has something. And this one, he doesn't have everything. He has to think of something. He has to save time. He has to buy time. He has to take a few shots. Um, All that stuff is in this movie, too. Um, Clearly, he's not going to make those mistakes again, probably. Um, A a building with one exit or something, you know, Um, uh, that he can't create another exit. I mean, because he creates his own exits, too. Um, yeah, it's a fun movie, but also doesn't have a lot beyond this stuff. Like, it doesn't have. It's just a fun, cool, cool movie showing Batman starting up. You know, the startup um, before the bubble crashes. So, yeah, doesn't have a whole lot beyond that, unless you guys think of something or saw something that maybe I'm missing. I just had one issue with this. Okay. It is animation wise, and it's like such a nitpick. Mm-hmm. I hated how the cars moved in this fucking <laughs> movie. You know what? So I wasn't a big fan. No, I, I didn't love it either. <laughs> it was like there's like no death to him. It was just like I'm just gonna move. Like it was like a fucking cheap anim, like a flash yeah, animation. Yeah, that felt it like a Saturday morning over. cartoon thing. And I'm like, right? what the fuck is this? It felt like a Saturday morning cartoon nineties. I hated thing. it so much. It I didn't hate it so me. much, but it, it did. I did notice it. Yeah, I agree with you. That's good. Any, any, I mean, any other points you guys want to make like that or different? Well, um, I will say one thing I did not like. I, I mean, I'm not like, but I wanted more of. I wanted more of Selena Kyle or more of a finality with her character. And obviously, she's just starting too. This is three startings. Yeah, that was kind of cool that they uh, incorporated her into that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's From interesting like- they choose Selena Kyle. Mm. I, I don't know why it's interesting because there's a lot of like arch nemesis, and I know she's a little bit of both, uh-huh. right? She's like a <laughs> arch nemesis. It's like when they when they're fighting, they, uh, when they when they don't like each other, they fight. When they like each other, they fuck, right? It's like right, one of those. Right. It's like a it's like a toxic relationship almost. Yeah, um, you know, and in some movies, like uh, like I mentioned last last show, I think I saw that Hush Batman movie where she's more prominent in it, much more of a character. Uh, that's like the second lead. And uh, that one shows her very differently, but with the with a past that like they've had a whole lot of past going on. There's like the starting of that past is like it does feel like a progression. This is part one of that, you know. Um, but I also feel like that it was incomplete. Whatever they were showing for Selena Kyle felt incomplete, and I was like, it made me wonder why even show her at all. What do you think, Ruff? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Know. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it was. Just, do you agree or no? Do you do you feel like you got enough from her or no? I mean, you... I get what you're saying. I just think it was we didn't wasn't really the focus of it, so I don't really have it. Wasn't really that well. Well, and it's not good. So why even show it? Is my point, you know? Because I mean, because it's obviously your your influencing her. You know, that's what it is. But I, I, I it's weird because like, yeah, I want more, but at the same time, I I don't mind what I got. You know, because I know what I'm gonna get in a weird way. Yeah, I guess we know. As that's the thing about Batman in general, and this is part of the reason we're doing it, is we we all communally know so much about it's Batman. It's crazy, right? It's like there's been so much about Batman that you just that know to know. You hear a name and you're right. like, that person's this. You know, like, yeah. you hear, like. It's why we're so sick of the Pearl scene, because we've seen it. You never have to show it. Which again. is crazy, because, like, movie, but they will. 
for the next 50 years. You don't have to. Time. They don't. Every but they don't. Time, but we've, we've proven that by what the movies we've seen should. so far. Yeah, by some of the movies we've seen. Some of them. Right, of course. <laughs> this is our third Pearl. In, right, the third one? Uh, yes. Or second I think one? They're... Batman uh, 1989. This one. What else? Is there another one? There's got to be another one. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no. There's a flashback in one of the Joel Schumacher, wasn't there? Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, That's three. There we have be. three pearl scenes so far. Uh, sorry, three too many, uh, or two too many. Um, and I know there's at least two more upcoming. Probably, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I know one from Zack Snyder alone, and then <laughs> oh, so bad. That's the worst one of them all. Anyway, um, anyway, I, I wanted more from Zinnikai, or at least like maybe have uh, a nobody try to be like a costumed uh, criminal. Yeah. Like failing at it or something like that. Maybe that would have been better, more soothed and more digestible, right? To have that instead of having like a, a known property like Catwoman starting up her crime fighting life as well. Anyway, um, beyond that, the movie's fun. It's a, it's a fun time. I highly recommend it. It's a great Batman edition. And I don't have much else to say. Um, um, do you guys have any final thoughts? Or Definitely one of the better animated DC movies. Not that I've seen that many, Except but for the some of them, you know, definitely worth a watch. Okay. Yeah, I would highly recommend it, which I did. Well, obviously, Ralph would. Ralph would recommend it if he picked it. <laughs> All right. right. Yeah, here's a shit movie I'm going to make you watch. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is it for our review of Batman Year One, and that is it for our show. Yeah, you have yeah. been listening this whole time to another movie podcast. Uh, remember, you can always... Check out our website, otherpodcast.com. Find updates on that. Um, calendar page, all that, and the Batathon, and what we're coming up next. Um, we come out every other Wednesday. So next time. Ish. Ish, right. Uh, this, right. By uh, every other Wednesday. Um, but next time, Rob, you're choosing the movies. What are those movies? Fantastic question, sir. Uh, we have. Uh... <laughs> are you buying time? No. Yes. Okay. We have. Um... <laughs> Obviously, the three Batman movies. Is that what we're doing yeah. for a marathon pick? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I can. I, didn't I write on this thing, or did I just write on the website? Don't. Um, oh, I never wrote it on this page that we have the Google page. Oh, I'll make sure I put it in for the. No, you're good for the next time. Um, but yeah, it is a trilogy. Nolan's trilogy. We have a. The movie we're going to watch is Crimes of the Future. Uh, this is going to be a Crimes David Cronenberg movie. If you know who David Cronenberg is, he's back, baby. Mark, get it. Um, that's going to be that other. It's going to be the movie in theaters. Or both movies are going to be in theaters. We're going to try. We're going to shoot for Lightyear as well. Lightyear. So yes. if I could have picked polar opposite movies. I just did. Um, which is uh, what is have, yes. animation kids movie. Pixar animated. Pixar animated movie. The other one is. And the other one is made by a guy who did the flop. <laughs> right, exactly. And, yeah. yeah. So, there, there, there's that. Um, I just want to see some badass horror, body horror. Yeah, me too. Yes. I've kind, of, I've kind yeah. of been like looking for something. Body horror list. Should be good. But yeah, we're going to watch those yes. two. And then uh, we're going to watch the Nolan trilogy. So that's Batman Begins. Yeah. That's The Dark Knight. And the Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Check all check all those films out. We're doing five, I guess, essentially. Oof. Although, like I said, the trilogy will just be one discussion. Right, We're not gonna. Right. Anyway, but, long- uh, but until then, right until that Wednesday, I am Oscar. 
and Luke. And Ralph. See you later. In case I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>